From the mist-shrouded shores of the Siolach to the warrens and vaults of Doton's Rock, the smoky swamps of the morass and the wonders of the Court of Stars, our heroes have passed through danger, betrayal, and the whims of the gods themselves as they seek the legendary city of Cryus and the power of the Book of Dawn. When last we left them, they barely survived the terrible battle against the flame-scarred dragon Maringshir, a battle that saw Erinvol perish and rise once again in flames. Their druid companion, Korak, was not so fortunate. They've returned to the mortal world from the fairy other world, and must now find a way to haul the dragon's treasure and its gigantic head to <laughs> Lunasa, the wood elf city where two powerful Arkfey, the May King and Neve of the Golden Hair, are to be wed. The way is choked with the ashes of the autumn woods, and when they find their way there, the danger will not pass, but only change faces. Welcome to Casters and Castles, Book of Dawn. Uh, I'm Tormented by Gnomes, joining me is the usual fantastic crew. This is episode 7 of Arc 4, The Fairy Wedding. And as you just heard in our recap, we just got done with a b terrible battle against a dragon. Aaron died. Uh, he got better. <laughs> and everybody leveled up. Yes. Hell yeah. yeah. I legitimately. He was only think... mostly dead. I thought that I, I didn't really know what uh, act of God card that, that Brent had already drawn. Like his whole plan was to be the one that died. And I actually, I actually realized now, and in, in hindsight, I completely ruined his his glorious rebirth plan by just being a. <laughs> They were all running in. He's like, think, nope, mine. But I guess it's because I had like the the, the card I had, the Active God card. I was like, I figured it was the only, the only way. I just thought Brem was getting boomed, and if I didn't do something, he was going to yeah. die. Die. So I had the card. Yeah, I had it in my pocket. So that's okay, you know. Well, well, I imagine trying a lot to kill of the time screening retreat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a hype man on the stage, you know. It's like Halo yeah. Reach, where the the whole team is having a who can have the most tragic and noble death competition. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. A Aaron has killed both dragons now. Yes, yes, yes. True, That's, that has happened. Mm -hmm. uh, I got, I got. Now, my, now my sword is plus two, which is very exciting. So. Yes, very well. That is pretty yeah. powerful. Mm -hmm. I, I'll be real though. It, I mean, Aaron was not the reason that I wasn't granted a glorious death and rebirth. I mean, it was. <laughs> It was Alan. We all know it What was do you Alan. mean it was Alan? You, it was Alan. You are a little what coward. <laughs> yeah, so coward. we're leaving out the part where Alan to the fray. I mean, spent I wasn't... the entire fight hiding. Yeah, I mean, I was... Uh, okay, I was not the problem. You guys didn't follow the plan. There was a very specific plan, what? and you went gallivanting off, attracting attention before, before we were ready. You didn't follow the plan. We came up with the plan. Well, we were and supposed were like, to go in first, and then you guys went in first, and I got scared because there was a lot of stuff initiative going order. On. Was there? A yeah, well, maybe you should wait. You know, <laughs> <laughs> would that have worked, Joey? Maybe it's, you should use your was, first turn me. to wait. It was me that attacked one of the drakes because that was the plan. Like, we were going to clean them up. Would it? Would, could I have just delayed my turn and remained undetected by the drakes so that they could have done what they wanted to first? So or... you can hold an action, but not your turn. Yeah, in fifth edition, you can't hold your turn like you could earlier, where you decide to take your right. whole turn out of order. You could have simply chosen to do nothing in order to avoid giving yourself away. You could have chosen okay. to ready an action. So, okay, when this happens, I want to pop wings or I want to attack or whatever. You did have some options to avoid procking, uh, even if it just meant literally skipping your turn, because if you guys had taken them completely by yeah. ambush, they would have just been dumbfounded. Look, here's what I think, right? Alan O'Dale, Mr. Jack of 
all trades that don't involve actually fighting, has a yeah. plus six to initiative. If he is still not able to go first, I don't really know what to tell you. Like, I'm literally wearing plate armor and lugging around a gigantic sword. <laughs> if that guy is just a bit slow on the uptake, well, Aaron Vol is not to be blamed. Legit. My initiative modifier is only plus three. I feel like it's still on you, Josh, for rolling badly. Yeah. Truers? Truers? I don't know about that. I, I, I'm I not a warrior, okay? You can't blame me when the war goes bad. It, it, it does. It does. I do find it interesting that, like, the rest of us have to be quite competent in battle to uh, to overcome. Well, don't worry. Oh, no, actually, do worry. I was going to get an incredible spell to blow shit up, and actually, oh, I instead? didn't at all. So what did you do instead? You, what, win it, win it cards in-game? No, no, Steal I didn't. Thing from people. Still candy from babies, perhaps? No. How about disrupt enemy spellcasters? It could still be useful. Okay, could be, yeah. That does sound good. That does sound good. We don't have a lot of inoculation to power well, spellcasters. You know, so. my, my modifiers for getting level 10 would have been really useful last time when I got hit by 50 poison damage. Could have just been like, nope, just kidding. I'm immune now. Well, no. Now I... Yeah. I mean... I mean I spent most of that fight uh, seeing what Bren sees when he plays League of Legends, like just a grayscale, like outline screen, because uh, I just couldn't see him <laughs> in the shadow room. So, what are we doing about this dragon's horde? Well, I think that we ended the last session. We were starting to search it. Mm-hmm. I was you walked for... off and left me with the head that I, I didn't did, really yeah, want. I... I, I don't know where I was walking as well. I can't see I still have Aaron's ashes in my pouch, even though he's alive. Oh, so that's not in any way confusing. Two Aaron's? One dragon? I try ask. There's no soul to put into him. Oh, no soul? Yeah. Yeah. You could put another soul into it, though. Although, because it's not oh. really a body. It's just the ashes, right? Like, you'd, if you want to stick somebody's soul in a body... It, so, here's the way it would work. The ashes serve as a link to the person's soul in the underworld. So, you can call them back and reincarnate them and create them a new body from nature. Mm. But just ashes by themselves, you can't just say, Hey, wandering soul, take these ashes. You could, but you'll turn it into a wraith or some sort of undead. I think that... No, I'm not going to say that, actually. We'll keep it PG for now. Anyway, you have ashes that aren't connected to my soul. It was actually a really obscure reference. You to were trying... Oh, okay. No. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, I heard the two errands thing. <laughs> I'm just saying. Moving on. Um, <laughs> Thoras, do you have any light sources in your inventory? Torches, lamps. Got a torch. Yeah. Got, do you want to light that? Sure. Okay. Let's let's get that going. Actually, it's more like that. Okay. There you my, go. My Chrome lag a lot. Just. Yeah, <laughs> dragging it around. It takes twenty years. For it to I know. Update. I know. It's it's a lot of these maps. Uh, the more complicated they get with the dynamic lighting, the more the system just chugs. So first things first. Last session. Does anyone remember who drew the last act of God? And since we're resetting it, do we just want to have everybody roll? Sure. Sure. Great. Everyone roll d twenty because we have a uh, a rank one active a ten sub act of God. Oh, beat a nat 20, baby. I, I mean, it could want, be bad. Oh, shit, it could be bad. How do I, why, why slash can I, R slash R. R. I do it every time. the dice cast. Of another act of God he's not going to use even under the most dire circumstances. Pog champ, dude, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fighting the dragon was not dire circumstances. We've got it. 
Emilio! What fight were you watching? You almost we died. Fine. We Me were too. fine. Okay. Okay. Alaka almost died. Korak did die. <laughs> let's 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 rip this off the top, shall we? Let's, let's see what we got. Okay. Here we go. We got a. Oh, here we go. It, what? It, here it is. I can't see it. Shallow reflection. As long as you are unassailed, your words and visage carry weight. Oh my god, did you just make him more persuasive? I might have. Um, <laughs> incredible, uh, thank you, Joe. He's already had a plus 13. That might have happened. Uh, go ahead and put that we back. Lost just your... right-click and, and take it back into your hand. Mm, and that's pretty dope. <laughs> I'll see if I can give you a quick descript on this while I wait for that page to load. I think uh, this is the point, right, where we can just walk up to the nearest townsperson and Josh can tell them to teleport us to a shuttle and be done with it. Right? It's like, you know, a yeah, moment ago I was a farmer, but now I am of the opinion, I've been convinced that I'm actually an Archmage, so here's your teleport spell. Have a lovely day. <laughs> you can just, you can just <laughs> call Ioth into the, uh, into the bodies of people. Yeah. Why don't I just persuade all the other armies of the world to fight for us? That would make a great become... adventure. That would make a great <laughs> adventure. It would. You run around, you know, the beacons are lit. Yeah, uh, Calls for aid. So here's how this fucking hell. Here's how this works, Alan. <laughs> yeah, you gain advantage on all charisma skill based checks. <laughs> oh, that's oh, so perfect. God. This is so busted. Oh no. There's all a charisma spell based checks. All charisma based checks. Persuasion, okay, intimidation. There is a catch. Right now, you feel incredibly confident incredibly yeah. self-assured incredibly important just you feel like the bee's knees you feel you have a, a very elevated sense of self i am the bee's knees yeah that that's the drawback just no, arrogance that's not the oh, drawback right. that's not like, the that's drawback. just you <laughs> yeah that's uh don't worry there, there's a part b of this and okay, i'm not going to tell fine. you how long this lasts Oh, okay. All right, so there's that. Let's go one by one, starting with Thoras, then Lysha, then Alan, then Aaron. Thoras, uh, what would you like to do? Hold on, I trapped mm -hmm. the cat in this room and I need to let him out. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, don't do anything. Reasonable. Thoras. <laughs> Hang on, Salvador, I'll get you. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a huge mustache. I named him after uh he was named after Salvador Dali. Uh, um I, love it. I suppose I would kick around the loot pile. Okay. Looking for something of value. Go ahead and move yourself to the loot pile. Thousands Whoa. of golden coins. Enough to Wait make a, a bed for a dragon. What? What's this? Ash charred eggs. Scorched by the fire and cracked. Once a clutch that would have someday become green dragon wormlings. But instead, they gave rise to the ashen husks with which you did battle earlier. The drakes? Yes. Oh. They were Can no natural side beings. of this area, if possible? I can't see anything. Uh, where are you? I think you might have taken me off the board because I died or, or something. Oh yeah, you're totally you're in the negative zone. Bam! Welcome back. Ah, uh, thank you, thank you. So, 
So they're not they're not eggs. They're just half. they're they're eggs, but they're there's no like baby dragons inside of them. Mm. It's just the shells. Well, what's scorched by Thoras fire. had of being a dragon rider gone? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go back to the loot part. I'm just gonna kick it around. What, what right. have we got in here? Uh, it's going to take you a little while to take inventory, but aside from thousands and thousands of gold coins. You notice three huge tapestries, just gigantic tapestries rolled up in the pile. Hmm. Uh, a carved ivory statuette. There's a golden birdcage, a brass mug. Those are some of the bigger items. Roll a perception check, since my gut tells me that's better than your investigation. My investigation is minus one. So yeah, you are so let's, do, let's do perception. Ooh. 22. Okay. Nice. Pretty okay. Good. Hmm. Hmm. What do we want to do? What do we want to do here? Okay. You have found a potion. <gasps> Get the rule book out, baby. With. Yep. The sap steroids? <laughs> no, although I have notes about that. Um, Potion master. Yeah, he's I trying demand. to get yoked. <laughs> you can't handle my strongest potions. I demand potions. your strongest potions. <laughs> uh, it's... The potion is sort of separated into different layers. Like, there's a brown, silver... You know, like, it's got different consistencies Ooh. and weights to it. Mm. Like, different, like oil and water? Yeah, yeah. Like, it, it hasn't... Um, what's the term? like oil refineries how like the, they split up the uh i was thinking more of a gold. vinaigrette but that works too um vinaigrette. yeah yeah it's Does like it got brown silver and gray nectar of the gods hasn't mm. homogenized yet yes fun fact Ooh. mitch hates vinaigrette dressing it's non it's non-miscible with the other parts what no i like the chipotle vinaigrette that shit pounds i hate balsamic Balsamic's amazing. Balsamic's yeah, incredible. Really I actually don't like balsamic either. But what's the? It's what? bothering me now. No, I'm not a huge fan. I'm not a huge fan. I like. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I could just drink vinegar and be happy. Anyway. Oh my god. My wife is the house. same way. My wife is the same way. She'll. She's like, yeah, I go for um, fish and chips, but that's just a delivery mechanism for the malt vinegar. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's that's wrong. But there's a an emulsion. Thank you, chat. That emulsion. was the word I was looking yeah. for. An emulsion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It hasn't formed an emulsion. What is the viscosity of the emulsion? <laughs> well, actually. So yeah, Thoras, <laughs> you, you've got a non-emulsified potion in your inventory. Congratulations. You should shake it and see what happens, Brad. <laughs> Just drink it. Well, my first thought was to shake it. Okay. Roll an athletics check to see how hard you can shake it. I mean, you know, you know we can get down and shake it, right? Oh, a 27. That's pretty hard. <laughs> it try as you might, like, it never mixes. Yeah, you're just doing the, the shake weight behind the back. Yeah. Uh, try as you might, it never fully emulsifies. Instead, you've got these little, like, beads of the different colors mixing up and down through each other, but never truly blending. What? This doesn't make any sense. What? I mean, are you just saying that to yourself? Just yeah. have a little, yeah. have a little meltdown. Or oh, is in the corner, like, oh, this, this is so strange. I've never. All right, what if I put my torch underneath it to heat it up? Oh, you're a chemist now. <laughs> <laughs> you got your teeth pipette 
bro. Yeah, my we tried to cut one of them out. off, but okay. you still got one left. Roll one minus D6. one intelligence modifier. Yeah. <laughs> Roll one d6 for fire damage to see, you know, how hot it is. Titration with Thoras. <laughs> A three. Um. Heat non-emulsified liquid to gas mark three. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was an English major. Don't use that devil magic talk on me. Um, English majors unite. Right? Damn, no visible change, Thoras. Would you like to leave it on the fire? Well, I'd like to uh, heat it up and then shake it. Okay. Roll another athletics check. Oh. 21. Thoras is making sea monkeys over here. Okay, now roll percentile dice. <laughs> oh, God. A 36. 36. Okay. Uh, no visible effect. It refuses to combine. What? The Neapolitan potion of madness remains unperturbed. Just, just, just try each bit of it, you know? See what they do. Well, how it's, am like, I it's like a potion flight, you know? One of those really wanky bistros that give you, like, the beer flights and shit. Potions <laughs> aren't permanent, are they? Uh, I mean, most potions I mean, aren't. I mean, Wolfsbane and Hemlock is. But, uh... <laughs> just talk to Socrates. He'll bring I'm you, just saying, you if you just found a potion and you're going to waste it in a cave where we're not doing anything, maybe bring it to someone who can identify it and mm. find out if it's useful. Good idea. That's too logical. Come on. Goliath science is no match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Anything what if I else? Put a gold Laura? coin in it. You put a gold coin in it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you you have added another layer that will not mix, namely a gold coin. <laughs> Oddly enough, it floats on the lowest level of the potion, the bottommost layer. What the heck? Well, we now know how dense that is. Almost as dense as Thoras. <laughs> right, Thoras' turn is up. He's going to keep puzzling the potion out. All right. He missed his calling Thoras as an alchemist. Thoras, San Diego. Yeah, he's done. Uh, Lysha, what would you like to do? Speaker uh, of the Lysha dead. is also planning to search the um, pile. She's actually specifically looking for anything that looks like valuable rare oils that could be used in a ritual. Or maybe bring back her fallen comrade. But she's interested in whatever she finds, but like if she can, if she's keeping her eye out for something that looks oily okay. and rare. Well, just given a cursory glance of the gigantic pile, there's enough gold here to probably buy, you know, Twelve of those unctuous rare oils. There's twelve thousand gold in the pile. Cool, cool. Uh, well, she's definitely going to collect. And she doesn't usually value earthly possessions all that much, but she really wants to bring her comrade back from the dead. She okay. doesn't know if he'll appreciate that if he doesn't come back as an elf. He might hate her for the rest of his unnatural life. Um. We'll so, see. fun fact about gold, it weighs one pound for every 50 coins. Sick. So, Is there any platinum around? <laughs> there is. There is. 1,400 platinum. I'm going to start collecting some platinum. Okay. You want to add like 100 platinum to your inventory for the time being? Yeah. That right. weighs 
less, right? Two That's pounds. like two pounds, right? Two pounds, yes. As opposed to like, yeah. Two twenty pounds. Yeah. yeah, that seems better. So I'm collecting platinum. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Let's, all right, that's going to take you a moment. Alan, what would you like to do? Alan is going to... Did, did we see any civilizations while approaching this cave? You emerged from the Unseely Woods directly outside the dragon's cave and directly next to the ashen wasteland that was once the autumn woods yeah it was all burnt down wasn't it yes uh and i i don't know if you have a i don't think you have a map and i doubt you have i mean you're a bard you can roll any skill check but it's gonna be like nature or survival to sort of know where the closest civilization is um okay for now he's gonna walk over to the pile Mm -hmm. and try and sift through for platinum Okay. And um, how much space do we currently have in the bag of holding? Because his thought process here is stack up the bag of holding with as much money as possible. Mm-hmm. First going for the densest things in terms of wealth. But also, if he can find a civilization with some shoddy looking people to just go and donate 6,000 gold pieces to, he mm-hmm. can fill back up 6,000 gold pieces. It's almost like a for free fulfillment of his debt mm-hmm. as long as he can do it and still return back to this cave um that th- that would all be great so he's gonna have a sift through and then he's gonna explain the plan to the rest of them and then i think he's gonna go wander outside and take a look and see if he can find would you like me to make the gold more secure i, I could put it in the astral plane the- this gold the gold in the pile well, the stuff we're leaving. It would take quite a while, but I mean, for what I could carry, I could bring it back and forth. I mean, I, I think we can guard it pretty well, can't we? We just fought off a fucking dragon. I mean, what do you think there's going to be thieves worse we, than a dragon coming after this? What did you do? I mean, I'm sorry. That was very aggressive. That's <laughs> what did I thing. do? I initiated this entire thing. I practically slayed the dragon myself. Okay. Oh. Now, you, now who's getting you into thought the I was, over there? You thought, you thought I was afraid? <laughs> Merely a ploy. Merely Listen, a ploy, my dear Lysha. Uh, uh, Alan, you were slayer, cowering like corner behind head? my bear. No, no, no. I merely shit myself in order to, Sora in order to more accurately. Sora what? smells piss. It's, well, a little bit of piss. Oh, you did shit you know, that, didn't you? But it was, the, the dragons were incredibly good at smelling, all right? It was Listen, part Alan, of my just, incredible deceit. Trust me, just say you were drunk. It's really easy to... to yes, I was also drunk. I'm going to go outside. You guys guard this. I'll be back in a bit. Give us so, the bag of holding, then. No, I must go and help the needy. You know me, Lysha. <laughs> I don't. No, I don't trust you at all. She's uh, gathering platinum coins very out of character. Oh, God. So I just did a quick check on the bag of holding. It has a maximum capacity of 500 pounds, and it's at about 177 pounds. So you can fit a lot of treasure in there already. Okay. Um... What's that, you pissy? Boy? I guess then. I guess then. I'll. I'll. Before I leave, I'll just start throwing in the gold coins because it seems like Lysha's pulling out the platinum ones for later. So I'm okay. just. I'm just throwing no in whatever I like. Platinum coins. I can only carry a hundred. So. Uh, well, I don't really see. The thing is, though, I don't want to fill up the bag with platinum coins now because I want to fill up the bag with junk so that I can get rid of the junk to the needy and we can carry around the densest wealth possible. Don't this... you already have six thousand gold in there? Oh, I've got a shit ton of gold, Lysha. An absolutely outrageous amount of gold. <gasps> so Me, you're going to give more the to the needy than you had to? 
So much to the needy, Lysha. Pile it up. I'm going to open at the back of your hole. Shovel it in, Lysha. This is for the needy. Oh, in that case, here, take the platinum coin. No, 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 no. You're not understanding, Lysha. Not the platinum. You save the platinum. Give me, I mean, what is what is the least denomination? Is the silver lying around along with the gold? No, this is a bougie dragon. A bougie oh. dragon is just gold. Yeah, gold and well, platinum. Gold, and platinum. gold, platinum. gold well, platinum, art, and magic items. That's all that's here. Okay, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just throw in as much gold as possible. I, I'm really not thinking about magical items, even though I probably should, but I'm just thinking about the money at the moment. Okay. So, yeah, I'm just going to scoop in the max amount of gold pieces that would fit in the bag of holding, and then I'm off outside to try and find some pieces to donate right. the silver to to free up some room. Is anybody going to do anything that would impede Alan's ability to just keep shoveling gold into the bag, or should I just let him do that? Uh, no. No. If it makes it easier to find the items. Yeah. Yeah. Aaron's looking for something. I'm gonna try and get a little extra platinum because I might need more spell components because there's another spell I want to be able to cast. I'm not even fighting over the platinum, so I'm just I'm just going for the gold. Alright. I'm just doing some. There's also if it makes any difference, Joe, there's also two Mordane flowers in there and a golden bow in the bag of holding that aren't currently written. But I can't imagine they weigh that much. No, they they're negligible. Uh you should have the ability to edit this, by the way. Oh really? Yeah. yeah, it's uh, I shan't for now because it sounds like you're doing stuff. Yeah, I'm I'm in there doing stuff. Uh, while I'm taking care of this, Aaron, what are you going to do? Aaron is looking for. He doesn't care. He doesn't care about gold. I think he. I think he realizes if he has to carry his dragon, he doesn't want to encumber himself too much. Uh, he's looking for uh amulets or rings or anything of uh, you know, some mystical property, you know, mm. magical items that aren't. Swords, because he likes the one he has right now. He's good with a, a crown, you know, befitting a king, anything like that. You know, ideally, <laughs> a crown befitting just, a king. Listen, he's You've raised a little higher than now. your pit I, 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 I don't, I don't think that. Well, listen, yes, but he has uh, risen above his station through great conquest of uh, vicious and riding <laughs> clothes. And... Wow, you think very highly of yourself. Well, I mean, yeah. what happened to the humble Aaron that you tried know, to kill was, children? We was, they were in my way, and uh, we had things to do. Listen, the point is, I've definitely redeemed myself by slaying many, many of the darkest denizens of the outer reaches of this world and the next. And... You kill, like, an entire pack of, uh, like... Uh, Aracocra? Yeah, Aracocra, hey, Rebel. listen, look, that wasn't me, actually. That was Nega Eren, the, uh, the dark me, you know? Okay. Like Dark Link? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. That was Dark Eren. Okay, so, fun fact... All the the entire gold hoard and platinum hoard, aside from what Lysha has taken. Lysha, how much more did you want to take? Another hundred? If I can. Yeah, that's fine. The entirety of the treasure trove in coinage fits into this bag. Sweet. Uh, well then, yeah, I guess I would just, I'd keep piling it up. And I, actually, I, I think at this point, I'm a little bit concerned that they're going to find me to be greedy and it's not that i dislike being viewed as greedy it's that i i worry that if they believe that they might take action against me mm-hmm. and so i don't want any action against me so i'm gonna i'm gonna actually start portioning out more of the gold like i have plenty to be able to yeah be working with in the bag of holding why so don't I'm you write start... us ious and carry the gold for us Sounds like a solid idea. Thank How about um, two hundred platinum pieces for everybody? That, I think that's. I did some rough math. That sounds about right. That didn't 200. look right to me. 
300? What did you do the math? I mean, that's what I'm not There were at least a thousand platinum pieces by themselves, and there's four of us. So your math is wrong, because that just includes the platinum, not the gold. roll for maths? Yes, roll roll an intelligence check. Are you? I don't believe you're proficient in maths. So I am not proficient in maths. Just roll an intelligence check. A four. The math checks out. I I I flick one little platinum piece over to Thoras. Here you go, son. Buy yourself a treat. You're gonna bite down on that. No, I'm pretty sure platinum. I'm gonna split it. I'll um I'll write an IOU then to everybody. I'll I'll keep. An IOU in my pocket. I mean, I don't understand why Lysha would trust me with an IOU anyway. I could just edit the amount that was on it after a period of time. But... Oh, no, yeah, you well... can't ask the IOUs. You write oh, them out and give them to us. Yeah, it's like a oh, okay, no problem. That's no how problem. that works. It's like so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put 300 platinum pieces on the IOU. And, it's uh... more than that. Hmm? No, 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 no. It's not. It absolutely 1, 000, is. 1,000 platinum pieces. Well, considering I just can... There, divide, divide there was also four. gold, though. Well, yes, I'm, I have yet to write the gold, but oh, okay. this is the platform. All right, that's fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, leave, leave me to do the math, Slasher. Don't worry about it. All right, so everybody add an IOU for, what What did you say, 200 oh, platinum? Is that what you're writing? 300 platinum. And okay. how much gold did I pick up? Like roughly The bag of 10, holding 000. is accurate. If you close it and reopen it, um, it is okay. accurate. There were 14,000 um, gold pieces and 1,400 platinum, okay, of which well, then... you added only 1,100 or so. No, yeah, it's accurate now. Yeah, I am already carrying oh. 200 platinum. Mm-hmm. Okay, well then, I will, uh, I'll write another 1,000 gold pieces each. Right, so, it's what, 200 platinum and 1,000 gold pieces? Mm-hmm. So, um, okay. Yeah. Alan, I know that you're taking the money from us, and I, I don't personally care, but I would have liked to give it to the needy and to my people to help them rebuild, so L- Lysha, I'm going I'm... to hold you to this. Also, Lysha, I'm on my way to give it to the needy. This. Well, well, oh, no, no, no. I mean what's in here. I, I understand. Oh, would you let me take you to my people? They're very good at telling deceivers as well. I don't believe your people are actually the most needy people around. That doesn't seem right to me at all, especially considering <laughs> Lysha. Especially Whoa, con- you're saying this in a forest that's burnt down. <laughs> like, my spinning distance no home. from the ashen, yes, annihilated yes. wasteland. The only Ma- city... Many homeless people. Your people don't sound like the most needy around. <laughs> what other people are there, Josh? Besides Lysha, for someone... There are no in- other people around. There may be other people. We have yet to check. Besides which, Lysha, have you not taken an extra 200 platinum yourself? I thought you were... So I that I can you... reincarnate our fellows if they fall. You included. I believe that should be taken out of the wider pot. Do you not think so, Erin and, uh, and and Thoras? Should should we not split this evenly down the middle? Aaron oh, well, Christ. then let us empty your bag of holding again, and we can count exactly what? what's in there. Why oh, there's money? nothing much in there. I'm going to wander off. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, Aaron, we'll do it. Aaron we'll could it. not give a flying fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Alan, as you're just scooping just piles and piles and piles of coins, just a treasure trove, thousands of coins, the snake keeps weaving its way, trying to swim to the top of the pile. And as it rises in the bag of holding in the extra-dimensional space, the snake is now able to curl up on top of this gigantic heap and look straight up at you. Oh. (laughs) Hello. I kind of forgot about you, honestly. Yes. Come, come, we'll go for a walk. Fresh air is nice. <laughs> mm. 
I, I'm going to start heading towards the entrance of the cave then, chatting mm-hmm. to Zethius. I'm going to... Yep. Basically, what I'm going to do with Zethius is I'm going to fill him in on our... Uh, on our travels so far, but ignore the fact that we, that, that I was forced to give things away in the court of stars. I'm just going to say that the, the reason that he's been away for so long, basically, and I haven't talked to him is because I had to absolutely keep the bag of holding closed at all times during the court of stars. Otherwise he would have mm-hmm. been discovered. I'm even going to tell him actually, no, I'm, I'm going to tell him that Anacharis has got in touch with me. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to tell him that I agreed to spy on the God of Stars for Anacris. Uh, or rather, the other way around. Okay. Roll a deception check with advantage. Oh, that's so powerful. 29. Yeah. <laughs> not bad. All right, let's, let's Wait, see what? if that's good enough to 29? deceive the knower of all oh things. My God. <laughs> it's pretty good. All right, as he walks off... Uh, Aaron, the pile yeah. of coinage is now almost co- is completely gone, leaving behind everything else is pretty easy to sort through. Right. Uh, here's a few things that you see that might catch your eye: a carved ivory statuette about uh, nine inches tall, uh, a scroll bound in red cord, a three huge tapestries beautifully made. Uh, but tapestries are really heavy like what 100 pounds each or something all right that's very what? Big. uh yeah well, how much does a tapestry how much does a tapestry <laughs> weigh a cloth tapestry weigh a lot. all oh yeah all right yeah probably like 100 pounds um a potion it's a nice red bubbling potion in a vial a golden bird cage with electrum filigree uh a jug a gold ring set with bloodstones. A small wooden box. A brass mug with jade inlay. A lantern. Damn, it looks so nice. Some pots that are sort of white, sealed up with wax and cloth. And another potion, this one more of a blue tone. Well, if Aaron mm. is only choosing one, he will go for the ring. It looks regal. The feeling of his I mean, I'm not station. telling you you have to choose one. I'm just saying that's what's there. Okay. Um. Uh, knowing Aaron, knowing knowing Aaron, probably doesn't uh, pay much heed to the more ornamental looking things. Um, yeah. I think he'll take the ring, though. And mm-hmm. he likes this. Uh, he likes this red bubbling potion. He likes the way it looks. One for each hand, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He uh, you've traveled light if he has to move his head. All right. Add a gold ring set with bloodstones to your inventory, and you've been around long enough, and you fought in enough battles to recognize the potion as a potion of greater healing. Okay. Cool. Thoras. Yes. There's a bunch of stuff. Thoras is the opposite of Eren in that he, you know, he likes practical things. He wouldn't be going for the the regal-looking stuff, I don't think. Um, And he likes boxes. Boxes can hold things. Um, They're useful. Can hold on to boxes. A useful pot to put things um, in, Winnie the Pooh? (laughs) Yes. I like... Wait, what's the Pooh voice? I don't know. I'm not going to attempt it. I was about to fiddle with my oh, guy. Oh, 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 what a place for trying to find out where the Peter Pooh was. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> That's actually quite um, fun. 
text from Pooh uh, all the time. That's actually. <laughs> You're aiming for Winnie the Pooh and you ended up with. Who's all the destroyer and Lord of the Regions? I lament. Common mistake yeah. to make. So I suppose he would go for the wooden box. Okay. Just to see inside. All right. The wooden box um, looks pretty beat up, and uh, there's mm. a symbol on it. Scuffed. So it it's got a huge claw mark through it from, from a dragon's claw. Uh, and there's zero chance, I think, that Thoras would recognize this symbol. Well, you never know. Would you like to roll an arcana <laughs> check to see if you recognize this symbol? Let's give it an arcana what? check. 13. Could have rolled in at 20. <laughs> Could have. You, you've seen this before on some very famous sorcery stuff. Mm. Uh, you couldn't quite pin it down, but you thought maybe that strange spectral figure that appeared back when this in the, in the ruins of Golden Glow, you know, maybe he was wearing it, but you're not positive. Oh, it's Tiberius's. Hmm. It's got a little latch on it, but it doesn't appear to be locked. Right, I guess I'll open it up. Okay, inside is some scintillating, multicolored fine dust. Ooh, gonna give it a sniff. Okay. Not Ooh. like a not not like like not like an not, inside my nostrils. Sniff, you're just giving just it a. a Given it, a, I want to know what it smells like. Yeah, uh, vague, vaguely sweet, sort of a, a floral hue to it. I would say. Use hmm. the wrong word, but like you know, some some floral, very invigorating. Must be like a perfume or something. Yeah, most likely. Yeah. Oh, I put it to one Alan side. I would recognize what it is if you were there. <laughs> Slayer of pixies. Might be. Uh... <laughs> Might be useful for the uh, for the Fey wedding, you know, as a perfume to freshen up before before I go in there. There you go. Um, what else have we got in here? Do you want to add that to your inventory Roll. real quick? Oh, actually, yeah. keep keep messing with stuff. We can do the bookkeeping when it's somebody else's turn. Just quickly, is this um is this just a ring with a bloodstone, or is it actually like a bloodstone, or do I need to uh, appraise it? I mean, does does Aaron have any sort of skill in appraisal? It I looks doubt like. It. Yeah, it looks like a gold ring set with some bloodstones, as in, like, the rock that's called bloodstone because it looks like blood. Gotcha. Hmm. What else is Thoros going to fuck with? The lantern. The lantern. All right. Consult the Book of Armaments. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's a hooded lantern. It has no oil. It's finely made. It's got uh, iron. It's mostly made out of iron with some silver, you know, elements here or there. Hmm. Too fancy. Don't know if I would want that. Um... You can't see in the dark. Take it, Thoras. It's too... How does it even work? You pour Fucking oil in it head. and you light it. I mean, oil, that's hard to come by. I need it for my muscles. <laughs> it's true. It's true. There's a limited know. supply. You deplete it wherever you go. I don't know. Uh, I, I'm going to attach the lantern, I suppose, to my, uh, I guess, my suit, because I'm still wearing a suit. Mm -hmm. What happened to my suit, by the way? Uh, it took on it's this... It's made of cosmos silk. 
Yeah. So when you got breathed on and you got lit on fire, it took on these sorts of uh, poisonous green and crimson accents to it. As mm. if somebody designed it that way on purpose. Sort of drank up the poison and the fire and turned it into that look. How about the dragon? Is the dragon just bleeding out over the, on the floor? Yeah. That. All right. So even more red. Huh. Interesting. Anyway, all right. I'm gonna. Like all right. Last Christmas thing I'm gonna man. do because I'm, I'm taking up a lot of time here. I'm gonna. I'm gonna look at a random tapestry. Okay. Uh, the tapestry. It's beautifully made. Probably elven style. Mm -hmm. A lot of natural fibers and such. It actually. It would only weigh fifty pounds. Very light. And mm. it depicts a, it's a huge, it depicts a scene, you know, like what's that tapestry that all the memes are made from that just has this gigantic the tapestry. Yeah, the Bayo tapestry. Like that, except a different art style. And up at the top, it shows like a valley ringed by mountains and filled with forests and Huldra wood elves dwelling within it. And up <gasps> at the to top in the north, a frost giant wielding a massive axe rides a glacier and the the top of the glacier is carved with towers like a castle this glacier mm. breaks through crushes the mountains to the north and the fire the frost giants ride out into the valley putting the holger wood elves to the axe wow wonder Shift if i killed wow. that guy at some point maybe probably so is really cool <laughs> really so I probably yeah I probably like stop that without really thinking. Okay, uh, I would probably go to roll around in the dragon's blood to make okay. sure my suit looks cool. All right, Thrice begins rolling around in the blood of the decapitated dragon corpse. Lysha, what would you like to do? You are so dark. <laughs> um. Hmm? Okay, remind me what's still there. I remember there's like a blue potion. There are some sealed jars. Hmm. What else is still there? A jug, a scroll, the tapestries, the carved ivory statuette, the golden bird cage, and a brass mug. Copy that. So, going for the scroll for starters. All right. There's no bird in the birdcage, right? It's just the cage. Correct. It's just a gold birdcage with electrum filigree, but there is no actual bird inside the cage. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, I pick up the scroll and very unconsciously unroll it. See if we can see what it is. Okay. It is written in primordial. So you are able I to speak understand primordial. it. But it's a spell with which you are not familiar, that you have never seen before. Uh, roll an Arcana check. Not my strong spell. Yeah, this is not a druidic scroll. You could probably try to use it. Uh, yeah, it, it's a fire spell <laughs> of some kind. And this is just you trying to contemplate it, not cast it. It's a yeah. fire spell of some kind, not exceptionally powerful, but definitely one you've never seen before. Well, I don't like fire right now, so I'm just going to... Not a way for safekeeping. Okay. Um, Add the scroll to your inventory. Okay. I will do that in a second. Um, I would like to also try and inspect one of the jugs. That, right. where, not the jugs, excuse me, the 
sealed jar. Hmm. Yes, the sealed jars. There's actually a little set of them. Alright. Actually, I lied. One glass jar, three inches in diameter. Uh, it, it is sealed shut. It doesn't look like it was sealed with... like it, it is sealed with wax, but it looks like it could pretty easily be opened. And it contains some sort of ointment. And it weighs about a half a pound. Okay. It's sealed, though, and I don't know if I want to open it. Can I, like, hold it up to the light and see what it might... Yes, you can make a nature nature check with disadvantage because you only have visual and it's it's sealed up. Cool. 19 or 17. Wow, those are both really good. Okay. This is Kyotum's ointment. It's a healing salve. You estimate there are three applications of it. Uh, whenever it's used, whenever you rub it on someone's skin, it uses up one dose. It heals 2d8 plus 2 hit points, removes the poison condition, and cures any diseases that they have. Cool. I can't be diseased or poisoned, but that seems useful to use on someone else, so I'll take it. All right. Um, and then if I can, I'm going to be fascinated by the tapestry that Thoras has unrolled and just kind of like stare at it for a while and contemplating and rolling another one and just like... Okay. Trying to take in the you recognize, history of it. You recognize this. Roll a history check to see how much you recognize. You automatically know something. Depending on what you get, you might know more or less. 21. 21. All right. This is a very old, very old Holdra tale called Snor Rides the Glacier. And shortly after the Holdra had moved into the mortal world, after the dawn ended... And they chose the Connacht Vale as their homeland. It's to the northeast of the Autumn Woods. It's where the other three courts of uh, Holdra all live. They were invaded by the Frost Giants. And this invasion is what caused the, the Holdra to band together and inv- perform a rite that basically gave them the Winter King. A Holdra imbued with the natural power of the entire valley in which they lived. He became a living god after that, and he used that power to defeat the Frost Giants. So it was a seminal event in the, the history and the culture of the Holdra. Before that, there was no Autumn autumn Woods or anything like that. Damn, I need to bring this to my people. And uh, I feel like that's taken a while, so eventually mm-hmm. I'd like to try and enroll other ones, but I will let pass my turn. All right. Alan, you walked off to have a talk with the snake and to look for nearby desolate villagers. I did, yes. Uh, you've lied. You've omitted certain details from your story. Yes, I have not lied. I have only mm-hmm. omitted. Mm-hmm. You know, some might say that lying by omission is exactly the same as lying itself, but I would argue not. Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> no. I have a different opinion. All right. Uh, Snake processes all of this information quickly. You seek a third relic. Yes. Yeah, we do. You must entreat one of the three Arc Fae. That was... Yeah, that's, that's the plan. Which do you intend to entreat well not the lady rowan she seems like a bit of a prick honestly she she liquefied <laughs> my spirit animal so she said her name 
I know the secrets of her the wand. secrets. Uh, oh, really? Yes. You know, every time I talk to you, Zethius, I think that snake really good chap. I should talk to you more often. <laughs> what's uh, what's what, what's the dealio then? Here is the first secret of Kerthan, the Rowan Branch Wand. Any mortal that survives its power can never be touched by it again. Oh. Oh, that would be good. So I just have to survive it once, and then the Lady Rowan basically t can't touch me. I'm untouchable. She has a lot of other magic. <laughs> oh. But the liquefying wand, if it doesn't kill you the first time, it can never harm you again. Okay. What if it does kill you to get reincarnated? Sorry, go on. <laughs> well, the problem with that, Zethius, is that, I mean, there are many problems with this. Although it is intriguing knowledge, I'm, I'm not trying to fight these Arkfey. They liquefy rhinoceroses on the daily. <laughs> it, it does not seem like a battle that would be intelligent to take. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get into their favor, surely, not mm. survive a liquefaction attempt. The, the, the knowledge of what flavor of cake they prefer would be almost more useful <laughs> to me. Well... The May King favors all sorts of cake and has <laughs> this, served this himself was... slices of both. You are a literal... Oh, not literal. Uh, uh, uh. Metaphorical cake. I am not a tasty cake, though. I am a bald, small man. <laughs> Perhaps... I should stick to explicit fact. That first fact is technically true, but what I am trying to say is that... The Prince of the White Thorn Tree is not as interested in this marriage as the other participants. Zethius, you seem to be a very naturally politicking snake, which, you know, usually I would be an enormous fan of, but I am not trying to divide this Archfey wedding. I am trying to get one of the... I'm trying to make it a happy occasion, surely. Is that mm. not the point here? To acquire the relic through good faith rather than backstabbing? I was attempting to go for a bit of a tangential option, but, I mean, if we if we must rip the entirety of the Archfey to pieces, then so be it. But <laughs> I was attempting to be a nice guy for once. Each of the three desires something else. I'm ah. sure the Lady Rowan would be happy if things split into chaos. Oh, I see. I see. And what of the, uh, what of Neve? If you want to create the perfect, most splendiferous wedding ever, that I'm sure would make her quite happy. Oh, that does sound a little more difficult than stopping the wedding as i'm sure anyone who's had a wedding will will note it's more more easy to call it off than it is to make it a good occasion 
What kind of weddings have you been to? <laughs> <laughs> they take a lot of they take a lot of planning. Like they're stressful occasions. They it are logistically be, complicated. It would it would take less effort to blow one up than it would to make sure one proceeds perfectly, especially for a person of my disposition. I don't know. If you play songs with your toes again, you'd probably be fine. <laughs> That's true. Oh, I could give yeah. them a massive toe riff. <laughs> the toe solo. The tolo. <laughs> um, well then. So, my options are to split apart this wedding, to put on an amazing wedding, or, well, I suppose... Calling the wedding off kind of benefits both the Lady Rowan and the May King. No? No. The Lady Rowan wants liquefaction? Does she not have any imagination? <laughs> A bad wedding is worse than no wedding. She is a... A, a strange woman. What? What is she after then? She wants her sister to look real bad. Okay. She wants to meddle in her sister's political affairs. She wants her sister to have the worst day possible. Hmm. That would explain why she invited all her enemies. Hmm. Okay. Well, I think it would serve me best to go and meet this May King and attempt to persuade him to call the entire thing off. I think I can twist things in his mind so that it seems a better outcome for him if none of this ever happens. I think that's where my skills most aptly lie. We can we can get into the good graces of the May King. Yes, thank you, Zethius. Thank you. I, I suppose that the Lady Rowan might not be particularly happy about it, but as you say, if I avoid liquefaction once, can't be liquefied again. You may want to look into liquefaction avoidance options, Saiyan. Mm. I mean, I kind of dodged it once, but presumably that doesn't count. Mm. Well, thank you, Zethius. You've been you've been very kind. Now, I don't suppose you know where the nearest poor people are, do you? <laughs> the working class. <laughs> The proletariat. The proletariat. Yeah. Not yeah. even working. The homeless. Mm. The yes. masses. Preferably those out of work. <laughs> unemployed. <laughs> or the... Um... The invalids. Yes, yes, yes. The, those in uh... need of help. The... Oh, sorry, I nearly threw up, Zephyrus. The needy. <laughs> <laughs> you made a pact with the Troubadour of Stars. Was that part of your story? Yes, but, yeah, I'll, I'll mm. just say that they, uh, they, they, uh, yeah, they twisted my arm with mm. the money that I had stolen. Any gift of theirs, harp or not, will come with strings. That is the point with a harp. <laughs> the kind of strings that have conditions and that sort of, we're not doing the metaphorical thing here. Like double speak, man. <laughs> <laughs> if they give you something, they're going to want to use it to shape your behavior and twist your mind. 
guide know, you towards their chosen path. I know, Zetius, I know, but I'm cleverer than they are. They are they are stupid. They are single-minded. They see the world in black and white, Zetius. Me, a, the hypocrite. a multitude of greys. I see greys everywhere. Grey, 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 grey. It's all grey. That's the ashes, probably. <laughs> Fuck. Could be. <laughs> and I, I understand, Zetius, that you, you just don't get what me and that harp had you have never had fingers or toes <laughs> you don't <laughs> you cannot ever understand what it's like to just spit fire with toes your information is strange and limited I, i'm gonna kind of pull zethius taut and strum him once please don't <laughs> Dying, 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 dying. See, aye, aye, aye. You have a very low G flat. <laughs> it's not an appealing tune when strum. G flat, really? Yeah. G flat. A G you flat. You're a guitarist. You say G flat. Yeah, it's a G flat. That is the He's forbidden a tone. Guy. The forbidden note. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> F sharp, right? <laughs> no, I mean a G flat. Oh, <laughs> so Alan is a savant who knows nothing about music but can play. He, he studied at the Ramble Tune Academy. Um, all right. So essentially, the the nearest disenfranchised citizens who's uh, who would be able to get some sort of benefit from financial remuneration. Uh, fucking holder. Exactly. So, honestly, you could go a couple days to the north, because everybody has fled this area. This is the one area in the ashes that somewhat survived, and even it, the dragon, was was tainted by the fire which burned within its very soul, etc. It's three days' travel to the city of Lunasa, where there are folk in need of help, and the wedding parties have begun to gather. Or it's two days' travel up to the, the next place in the autumn woods where there's folks who have survived and sort of moved... But that would take you out of your reach. If you just move the three days travel, you'll be able to find it. But there's nothing really close by. Balls. Hmm. Well. To my people, Alan. Ah, God damn it. How far away are... How far away are the... Holdra. Those are the folk of whom he spoke. Either about. Oh, those are the. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's kind of kind of desolate around here. God damn. Also, um, yeah, you should be aware. The queen fulfilled her promise to her letter and her intent. She held back the flow of time to her standards. Oh, what a pain in the ass. The wedding is in s- five days. <laughs> You're just doing Zephyrus again? Yes. Five. Yes, five. <laughs> the dungeon master was thinking about six, but decided five was better. Okay, <laughs> and how far away are these Holdra again? The... Three days to get to the city where the wedding is being held. Okay, and we're going there anyway, so... Well... Shit, I guess. I'm going to go back into the cave and mm-hmm. just uh, explain to the others that there are no needy around. 
only the dead. Accurate. And the dead have no use for gold. Accurate. And I guess I'm going to continue rummaging through the pile to see if there's anything that has been missed by the others. Hmm. Alright, so that would have taken a little bit of time. Let's hop right along. Oh, and also, these Zethius does have one more thing that could be useful to you. Mm. Uh, which we will cover in a moment. Aaron, anything left in the pile that you'd want to go over? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, you know what? Yeah, he wants the birdcage. Wait, did the birdcage get taken? Nope, that's still in the pile. Okay. I think out of game, Mitch likes the birdcage. I don't know why. He's just going to take the birdcage. <laughs> All right. It looks nice. The Was there only one of those? Movie. Oh, that by me again, Josh? Was there only one of those birdcages? Correct. Mm. All right. Add a okay. gold birdcage with electrum filigree to your inventory. Um, I'm probably, Aaron's probably going to have, um, try and have Alan, um, see if Alan knows anything about the ring or the birdcage, because he doesn't mm-hmm. know this stuff, and he's, this guy's a l- circle of lore yeah. and ass wife. Can I, so. can I do an arcana check on the, uh, yeah. on the ring? Absolutely. Roll it. Not Actually, a, no advantage I mean, on this. Go ahead. Is, does it look magical, or would it be more of a history check? Uh, arcana to determine if it is magical, history to determine, you know, who made All it right. and stuff. 11 and right, a 10. An 11 and a 10. <laughs> not, not particularly great on the ring. Uh, nothing super recognizable, honestly. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. Uh, the birdcage, though, I am familiar with. And I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna bullshit this a little bit because mm-hmm. I would really like to borrow the birdcage for a while. It will require a little further study, though. Um, perhaps overnight. And I shall have it back to you in the morning with a a, a thorough understanding of you what it was in, originally intended cage. for. I imagine a birdcage would have gaps that he would be able to go through, actually. Mm-hmm. So, no, this is to actually catch a bird because I want a pet bird that I can awaken. You want Isn't that just an Aracocra? <laughs> <laughs> Those are sentient Wait. beings, Thoras, and that's wrong. Wait, so you need this cage for a night? Yes, in order to thoroughly study it. I'm afraid the ring, not quite in my understanding, but I have tomes about this uh, about this kind of system that I, I I believe that one night study and I'll be able to I'll be able to crack its secrets. Well, after all, why would a dragon have a random birdcage? It makes no sense on the face of it, does it? Mm, I like this birdcage though. I tell you what, I'll, I'll I'll get it from you in the morning. If you don't know anything about it, then that's fine. If you don't return it to me, I'll gut you. How about that? <laughs> I would never dare steal. You know oh, me as a thief. I've never no, stolen a thing just, in my life. Listen, it's a nice birdcage. I don't blame hey, you. For incredibly it. insulting. I'm gonna stalk off. <laughs> as is if in all right. In uh, Mitch, something no? has oh, happened yeah, to your audio. Okay, okay, okay. Hey, something's happened to your audio. You sound weirdly muffled. Oh, uh, have a. Is this better? Yeah. Yep. That's way there? better. I was just fucking with the noise suppression feature in Discord. Ah, mm. uh, yeah. That'll do yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, so, okay, you have the fucking cage. I'm coming for it there, Brett. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's it. I, yeah, that's all. Aaron is good. He's, he, oh, okay. How heavy is this head? Uh, like, uh, approximately how heavy is this fucking dragon's head? Okay, let's start with, uh, this is going to be one of the worst things I've Googled recently. How much does an elephant's head weigh? Oh, my God. Oh, no. Now so, my soul hurts. Skull and jaw can reach up to 180 kilograms. In total, may weigh up to 400 kilograms. Holy shit. 
for those that's playing like along at home, pounds. that's 880 yeah. pounds. Yeah, I mean, that, that roughly euro. tracks. I think that tracks. What in the fuck? Um, I mean, I'm not fucking... I mean, a human head is like 10 pounds, mm-hmm. according to chat. I believe chat right now, because why no, not? I, um, I think instead, Erin will uh, attempt to remove one of the... Does it have horns? I don't think so. Green dragon, D&D. I think dream, green dragons have like a, a crest. Yeah, they have a crest. They don't have horns. Right. What do you even do with a dragon's head? I mean, you're the fucking Goliath. I was just, I didn't know if we needed evidence of this dragon. Like, that we killed mm. it. Take one of its eyes. What a, I don't know, would Thoras know what you did with a dragon's head? Because he he knew that the Lady Rowan said, you can, Thoras can keep the head, is what she mm-hmm. said. Um, she was like, you kill the dragon for me, you can keep the head. Well, you are at the very oh. least aware of the fact that they look sick hanging over your fireplace. Ah. That is a good point. Right, I don't want this. I, yeah, I don't really need a trophy of this. So, if you want the head, I mean, the Lady Rowan's going to have to take her word for it. She'll know. She'll well, know everything. She'll know. Yeah. Thoras does not want a trophy of something he did not kill. That's true. Can you reincarnate a dragon? Let's look at the spell reincarnate. It's just gonna, it we're just going to go human, through this campaign probably. with like every single person comes back to life as a dwarf or a hobbit or something. <laughs> All right, reincarnate targets. You touch a dead humanoid or a piece yeah, of no, a dead humanoid. Fair, right. Fair enough. Aaron will attempt to um, to take a scale. From the green dragon. Okay. I attempt to remove one. Oh. All right. Um, I want to start singing green dragon. Anyway. Lord of the Rings reference. No one? Just me? Cool. Well, I didn't Silence! I am removing the scale! <laughs> <laughs> you drink your fancy ales and you drink them by the flagon. <laughs> yeah. That's Thank you. Mm-hmm. There you go, Ash. All right. So uh, this would be a nature check but using your dexterity instead of your intelligence in order to remove the scale. Right. So, okay. uh, are you proficient in nature? I'm going to say probably not. No, I am not. Right. Would you like my help? Uh, yeah. Thoras is also... Help me claim this. Help me just get this scale. I just want just the scale. I just want can the scale. I use my knowledge of nature to help guide him? Yes, you can. Roll knowledge, just for starters. Just knowledge, not nature? Yeah, do sorry, roll roll nature. I'm looking something up. Twenty-six. Twenty-six. Okay. How big is the scale? Ah, all these sides of dinner it's plates? Not, Maybe like, like si- Yeah. Saucers? Get a couple of them and make a shield for yourself. Yeah, if they're small, I don't know if I shield. <laughs> what? For, for cowering behind. For looking fancy. <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe it's like the guy from Record of Grand okay. Chris Wall with like so, thing. But uh, Lysha, was that a role to see what you know, or was that a role to get in there and start working? That was a role to like Aaron's the one doing the dirty work. That was a role to instruct mm-hmm. him. Got it. Okay. Uh, and Thoras, you know how to scale them as well, right? Well, no, it's a descale of fish. <laughs> okay, make a nature check, but use... Are you proficient in nature? I am, yeah. Okay. 
make a check with a dexterity-based skill because you're proficient and it's dexterity. And I think that's the easiest way to do it. Hmm. Okay. And Aaron, make just a... Ooh, nice. Aaron, just make a... uh, a a dexterity check, since you are not proficient. Okay, I get plus two. Oh no, it's not a saving throw. Never mind. Alright, I'm rolling. Ah! Alright, between the three of you, you harvest a large bag of scales. 45 pounds of scales. Oh, nice. Yeah. Hmm. Alright, gang, I got this. Oh, I'll hold the scales. I'm, to be fair, it's 45 pounds worth, so I... I've I've got the capacity left. You can forge this, or someone who's skilled can forge this, into armor. You know, Aaron likes his gear score up. Aaron seems to be in pretty good shape at the moment. Maybe you would want to make Thoras some armor. Thoras needs no armor. Thoras is an idiot. Thoras knows the internal workings of his... Muscles. (laughs) Muscles. <laughs> how can he oil up his? How can he oil himself up if he's wearing armor? Yeah. So, uh, Lysha, with your result that you got, first off, what was that other roll that I just saw? Oh, unarmored defense. Yeah, that's fine. Fair enough. Lysha, with that roll that you got, which was pretty high, you know that this could be crafted into dragon scale mail. And the cool thing about that is that one. Whoever wears it gets resistance to poison. And two... Okay, so it gives you resistance to poison. It's a plus one scale mail armor, so it's better than normal armor. It gives you advantage on saves against the frightful presence and breath weapons of all dragons. It can find green dragons if you're wearing it. And perhaps most importantly for you, it is not made of metal. It is a natural material. You want these scales, Lasha? Which means you yeah. could wear it. I I do. All right, you can have them. Here you go. Well, right, can you... you carry them though? Because I need I need to take these tapestries to my people. Can you wow. help me? I'm your porter now. Is it? Oh, well. I can give you some amethyst. Um, no, no, these these curios don't. I'll just carry your damn scales. Thank you. Hmm. Um, I'm gonna. If I, I know it's kind of out of order, so if Thoras has stuff to do, I'll wait. I just want to unroll one of the other tapestries. All right. Thoras, anything you'd like to do? Go through everything else, really. Okay. There's a the sea green potion with sort of a jellyfish bubble floating in it. Hmm. There's the jug. And Lysha, did you take the scroll? I took the scroll, and okay. I took the sealed jar. Yes. What about the mug? 90 minutes. <laughs> Welcome to Dungeons & Dragons. Yeah. Um, I, I do have uh, something I'm planning as soon as uh, Josh gets back. Okay. Hey, Ash, can you bring me a bottle of wine and a glass, please? Okay, thanks. Smart. All right. Sorry, we're still looting, so you know I'm... <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, there are three tapestries, the statuette, uh-huh. the mug, the jug, and the potion remaining. And a dragon wouldn't keep around random objects, would it? You know, it's got to be it's got to be used for something. What does the jug look like? Let's... Were you gonna say something, Mitch? Yes, this dragon just seems to have such a curiosity for assorted receptacles. <laughs> <laughs> the jug. 
Oh, right. The jug. Das Jürgen. The jug is a special item? It's not just a normal jug? Yes. It's a ceramic Ooh. jug. It seems to hold up, up to a gallon of liquid. You can hear it slosh, and yet it is empty. Thank you, darling. What the? Okay. I'm going to pour some in my mouth. Okay. You tilt it up towards your mouth. Nothing comes out. But it's sloshing. Yes. Okay, I'm going to dunk it on my head. Nothing comes out. What? Okay. Um, what if I put the whole potion, including the glass, in it? I would shelve it if I were you, just to see what happens. Which potion? The the sedimentary non-emulsified potion? Yeah, the potion? sedimentary one. What if I just, like, place the glass and all, just place it in the jug? You can hear it rattling around down there. There's also down slush. there? Yeah, did you drop it? It's a gallon jug, and it's ceramic, so you can't see through it. If you just dip the thing in and don't let go of it, it just goes in and you don't feel anything. So weird. What? There's a mug, isn't there? There's a mug, <laughs> and there's a jug. And you're currently dipping the potion in the jug, if I recall correctly. You are right. a mug. I'll pour the the pitcher into the mug. Nothing comes out. What? Not even the potion? Oh, the potion falls back out, yeah. Okay. This is too much for Florass's brain, but I'm gonna I'm gonna gather everything else up. Just, All right, just grab it. Who knows? You can get it appraised later, bro. Just take yeah. it. Yeah. What what is, what is this statue? Do I recognize this? Uh, no. The statue appears to be of a, a Holdra wearing a huge wooden mask carved in this idealized, mm. grandiose style. I well, everyone. It's not for me, but I think it might be. I mean, somebody might like it. I don't know. Lysha, you might like it. What might I like? It's going to toss the statue towards you. It is an ivory statuette <gasps> of the Winter King himself, who still rules after these hundreds of years. Thoras, this is a gift beyond compare. I I, I don't know. He looked like an elf. <laughs> he is. Yes, he's an elf. Mm. <laughs> true, true. Thoras yep. always knows. It's true. Um, I will stow that. All right. Add a uh, ivory statuette of the Winter King into your inventory. Yeah. Remaining, so you ha you took the jug, right? Yeah. All right. So, a couple of things. One, there are three tapestries left, a brass mug with jade inlay, and a potion. It's sort of a greenish blue, and it's got this bubble that looks like a jellyfish floating oh, I, around I in it. I the mug. All right, add no, the brass. All right, brass mug with jade inlay and weird bubbly potion, blue with a jellyfish bubble. That leaves the three gigantic fuck off tapestries. Alan, hello. Before you go back inside, the snake has an offer for you. Mm. The snake knows a rune. That is carved into the living wood of the city of Lunasa. That okay. it, with the right spell, you can go right to it. Ah. But you don't have that spell. Hmm. So if you give him one of your fifth level spells that you know. Actually, no, you're a bard. 
If you swap out one of your spells that you know, you can replace it with the spell Teleport Circle in exchange for a secret. What do you mean in exchange for a secret? Tell me a secret. Something that... How are you defining secret? Something that you don't know? Or something that I have not told anybody else? Something you've not told anybody else. And you can have the spell Teleportation Circle. You realize there are many secrets that are totally meaningless. And they will all be mine. So I would have to I would have to swap out a fifth level spell for this spell. Any spell that you know. Swap out any one, spell that I know. Swap out one spell that you know for teleportation circle. Which by the way, you are allowed to do every time you level up. If you are a oh, really? class <laughs> Yeah. Yes. I haven't been doing that. <laughs> every time you all right, well then consider this, you know, a, a tutorial to do that. <laughs> every time you level up, if there's a spell that you don't like, you can replace it for another spell. Right, I see. Yeah. The trick is, um, if you get rid of all your level 1s and replace them with level 5s, now, you know, you can do that, like, twice a day at most, so. Okay. Um, well, then. I'm, I'm thinking... Uh, Alan is thinking about whether it is a good idea to piss this snake off because if he tells them something totally useless like he was thinking of telling him that he took a a, a turd earlier in the day that was four and a half inches long like that's something he's never <laughs> told sure. anyone that's a secret sure. but i mean <laughs> he's not going for length or girth he's just he's just telling a fact oh, okay right it wasn't supposed to be a brag or a boast it was just supposed to be. Trying to say that Alan doesn't sometimes check his turd to see just how. Well, he measured this one, it. right? Yeah. So yeah, that's the thing we know well, now. One needs to measure it in the wild in order to dig ample-sized holes, you know. And we were we were out in the middle of middle of nowhere. Um, They're weird. <laughs> uh, okay, well then he's going to go for this because this this is yes he, he says to Zethius. Uh, very well, I accept a secret and a spell for teleportation circle. Mm-hmm. Would you? Okay, and he's gonna he's gonna get rid of. I'm gonna get rid of charm person. All right. Ooh. Who needs that? <laughs> when you have persuasion expertise, <laughs> you only yeah. used it a ton. I actually almost never use it because the problem really? is the after after an hour they know that. You're charmed. And it only works on... I don't know. I occasionally used it, I think. I don't know. It only works on people you never encounter again, I guess. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I... I am going to tell him a secret. Zethius, come come here. Come here. I'm, I'm going to whisper in Zethius's little snake ears. During that battle with the dragon, I actually was very scared. It wasn't an act. I actually didn't mean to piss and shit myself. <laughs> but I did anyway. I fear I may be a bit of a coward. 
But if you act the way you want to be in the future, then you'll eventually reach there. <laughs> I, and I immediately draw back. I, don't you ever tell that to anybody else. That's a secret between me and you, all right, Zephyrus? <laughs> secret. As you pull back, it looks like the snake... You know how when snakes unhinge their jaws to swallow something, you can see it, like, traveling through them? Mm. It seems... Its mouth didn't open, but in yet it seems to have eaten something. It's Uh-oh. visibly, like, changed in a way. And it... <laughs> Now let me tell you the spell. It curls up and stop hissing in my ear. It goes just go. <laughs> Erase charm person from your. Yes. Exactly. Erase charm person from your character sheet. Replace it with the teleportation circle spell. And an image is burned into your mind of a, a twisting knot. Like a knotwork design inlaid into the wood, uh, containing arcane sigils sort of hidden within the design. You now know it by heart. Okay. Right. There may well, be something then. else, too. Give me one moment. Maybe something else. When you first gain the ability to cast this spell, you learn the sigil sequences for two destinations on the material plane, determined by the dungeon master. Okay. You've learned the teleportation circle for the city of Lunasa. And you've learned the teleportation sigil for Artelane's Island. Oh. Huh. That would have been helpful when we went back to... Fight Siva rather than having to deceive all of those poor people. <laughs> hey, it gave you all a right. chance to actually do your character's thing. Sure, sure. Yeah. All right, so I can now teleport. I mean, I don't know whether that's going to be useful in the future, but hey ho. We haven't actually interacted with Artelane at all since the very, very, very beginning, right? Yeah, you guys have hung out with him for, for like two hours max. Right, so that might be someone's brain we want to pick again in the future. All right, okay. It's also um, a shortcut to the Northern Kingdoms. Sure. This is the point in the campaign where you get the airship, you know what I mean? Where yeah, yeah. Fast travel is unlocked. Um, how, how does this spell work then? Can I take uh, many of the people with me? Is it just a... It takes a minute to cast. Thing? So basically you take some chalk uh, and you need inks infused with precious gems worth 50 gold. So right. you can basically just spend gold to do it. Uh, you draw a 10-foot diameter on the, on the ground... And you draw the circle, spend a minute casting it, and for one round, anyone, any creature that walks through it pops out on the other side. Okay. It's open for six seconds, and then it closes. Okay, and even though it requires these rare chalks and inks and things, are we assuming that I would already have those and I'm able to do it now, or do I need once. to stock up on them? For once, you can do it once. With what you've okay. got, and for 50 so it's gold, like the, and after that... The snake gave the me a little for. pouch of them, as mm-hmm. well as the spell to begin with. Exactly. First one's free. Okay. Well. Now I'm tempted to just piss off to Lunasa for the night without telling anybody where I went. <laughs> I'll be so mad. But I then, meet my people. Yeah, but then, I mean, we need to go there anyway. I could go and just give 
all the gold to Artelane because he's a homeless old man on an island. Um, but it seems more, yeah, there, there must be some needy people in Lunasa. I mean, there's... it's the only major settlement that actually survived the fiery apocalypse yeah. by shunting itself into the other world. So. Very well. I, I'm going to return to the rest of the people, mm-hmm. um, in, inside. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll retcon and, um, have that conversation with Mitch, oh, with Erin about the, uh, birdcage mm-hmm. and grab the birdcage. And then I'll tell everybody that I have discovered <laughs> while they were busy fighting the dragon. While, while you fools were busy smacking the dragon with a big stick, I have discovered a method of being able to teleport us immediately to Lysha's people. That means we can bring the tapestries. Help me. Help me unroll the others. We might need to bring them too. Tapestries? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tapestries. Those are sacred relics of my people, Alan. Fine. Big <laughs> rugs. Sure. Big rugs. Yes. Very, very important. Must bring the big rug. <laughs> I thought you'd be a little more excited about seeing your people rather than just bringing them fabric, but... Of course, it's uh, both. I'm excited about both, but now I can return ancient relics that have been missing. Very well. Are we... Do we want to spend the night here, I don't ingratiate you and your half-blood self to them, so, you know. Yeah, it's careful with the half-blood stuff. (laughs) The truth hurts. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Alan, are you going to take Um, that? Uh, yeah, because I don't want to kick up a fuss about it because I don't want the others to know too much about my background anyway. As Oh, actually, I mean... Yeah, yeah, I am. Okay. You feel this cracking sensation within your very psyche as that <laughs> bulwark of confidence that you were infused with earlier collapses. Oh. What should have been just a minor little insult, a little dig you can brush off... You feel attacked, undercut, and you are now doubting yourself. The power that you were infused with that gave you advantage on all charisma-based checks is gone, and for the next 24 hours, you have disadvantage on all charisma-based checks. Oh. You know what, Lysha? Keep your shitty rugs to yourself, all right? Don't, don't... You've Whoa. really hurt me, all right? Whoa, Alan. Okay. It's okay. No, all right, Thoras. You keep your dumb, brick-headed self to yourself. Listen, I'm going up into the fucking woods. Him, but Alan, this, this it was here. true, though. It would help my people accept you, potentially. I mean, you are Thoras. you are half-blood. You can't, you can't get around it. You fucking elitist prick! <laughs> I didn't say I felt that way, but you met Korak. Yeah, yeah he's Korak. a bear. He's dead now as well. I tend uh, to fix that. And you know what? Uh, yeah, fix that. What, and resurrect him as an insect or something? I'm sure that'll be helpful back in his fucking elitist society, where they only accept, what, full-blood insects when he gets resurrected into his Alan, you are being more form. nasty than you normally are. I don't think you mean most of what you're saying. Yeah, well, you lot can find your own way to Lonassa. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start Whoa. walking outside. Whoa, Listen, Alan. Uh, two things. First of I'm all, I'm gonna unroll another tapestry and let him be. 
All right. Yeah, you have my you have my birdcage first of all. Secondly, I mean, yeah. half bloods, half, half bloods rattling. stick together. You know what I mean? You, you'll rattle you like that birdcage if you mess it up, mate. All right. You know, <laughs> oh, I'm gonna be careful with it. Yeah. Got a beef with you? Is half giant or all Goliath really? Either what? <laughs> that so Alan, you you, you're not alone. That makes you all halflings. I'm the only pure blood. It's fine. We're all fine. You're. pure Yes, yes, mm. Lysha and her little band of half-bloods. Oh, I'm sure they'll sing the praises of you. Uh, come trotting home with all of your different band of degenerates. Actually, uh, I'm very unpopular for spending time with you. Oh. Um, I think your mental this, was weak um, like a young child. Yeah, I'm I'm going outside. I, I need so some Alan, fresh air. Uh, my, my crack, all of them is filled with ash. All right. If you have a way of getting us the the, the, the fuck out of here, then I will I will gladly take you up on it. My spit is black, my snot is black, my earwax is black, and well, listen, I just it's all black right now. It's very bleak. You know what I mean? How Everything do you know I produce black. is black. Listen, I I just even when I go to the toilet, right? It's inside me. This ash it, it permeates every crevice of my existence. Uh, and it's in my hair, which I don't like. So if you have a way of getting us out of here, I uh, would, would love it if you could share it with us. I'm only willing to take us to Lunasa if Lysha apologizes and tells me what a valued part of this party oh, I am. Oh, Lysha, please just apologize to him. Just What a respected on. and valued and honorable member of this party I am and how much she's going to stand up for me with her other... All right, all right. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Honor, honorable. Mm. <laughs> doesn't sit right with me as a Goliath. Alan, in, in what way am I not honorable? Listen, you denied me my honorable death. Denied you an honorable death? Wait, how'd that uh, happen? Alan, uh, I also dishonor. take issue with the word honorable. However, I will say that you're a valued member of this party and that I will speak up for you despite your half-blood. Valued Great. and respected. Ten points to Gryffindor. Respected. <laughs> <Thank> you, <Lasha> <laughs> Granger. <laughs> <laughs> Valued and respected, Lysha. Respected by whom? By you. By me. By well, I respect Be your ability to play you music with your toes. Yes, that is quite the feat. Yes. It was miraculous. Yes. I'd you like you all to like go around me. in a circle and tell me one nice thing about me. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then I think I'll feel all right. To take well, I already took musical toes, so you can all go. go. No, yes. no, another one, Lysha. <laughs> we'll, we'll come to you last, but I do need another one. I'll go first. Alan, I appreciate the prismatic nature of your bald head as it amplifies the range of any light source held near it, thereby making dungeoning much easier. <laughs> we can see far further. And I think that is quite the gift. His head fact, is we'll coming put, back. Were we to put glitter on your head, we'd be living a kaleidoscopic existence. Something Jimmy Hendrix would throw your dream off. Aaron, he's not bald anymore. Oh, uh, uh, no, I think I was bald. I think I decided that I had just kept it bald. Yeah, that's canon. We talked about that. Can confirm. <laughs> yeah. okay. uh, Very well. More. Thank you, Aaron. Oh, no, yes, yes. Yes, yes. That was enough. Good. Thoras? You have taught Thoras that despite being small and skinny and weak and an unusual obsession a little frail, with maybe slightly value. effeminate. I mean, you and know, still the fact that you cannot grow heads. You're blue. Sure he grows weird. it in some parts of his body. It's not and his head. You use magic instead of swinging uh, swords. 
or, or axes very hard. Despite mm-hmm. that, you have taught Thoras a valuable lesson that sometimes the weak need to be protected. That was, he, there he was, was nothing nice about weak, that Alan. at all, <laughs> Thoras. No, you Thoras. insulted me constantly and no. said I had taught you one lesson. It is not your oh, mine is very you similar. <laughs> You've taught me patience. By being such an incorrigibly horrible person that I know how to be patient. I'm, I'm outside. I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm out oh, Alan, here. Alan, stop. How hard is it to be just to say something nice to you guys? I did it. It was effortless, really. Aaron, I, otherwise, it's just You're a very me. nice person. Otherwise, it's just me and Aaron going to Lunasa, and you two can whoa, rot whoa, here. Whoa, just whoa, the boys, back to back, you know? Thoris has, the has, has protected you. Thoras must Olica, give you reasons go next. <laughs> why I am a valued and respected member of the Thor- group. Thoras smelled that you would also shit yourself, but I didn't <laughs> tell the rest of the party. That is, You are just saying potential nice things you have done for me, not things that I am. I want nice things about me, not nice things you've done for me. Besides which, I've already discussed the... Uh, the what, what do you want me to do? Shitting myself puzzle and i did it what, on purpose what do you want me to do why did thoras is confused can you just can you use your magic or not why i will only use my magic if you tell me why you value and respect me <clears throat> thoras. thoras is gonna <laughs> sit on the on the empty pile of gold Thoris, he, he, he was the one that got us to fight the dragon that you wanted so to fight. So you're sitting remember? on the ground, because there's nothing there. Yeah, the yeah. gold's been scooped. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thoris is going to sit here and think. Very well. Oh, all right, I'll, I'll go. Oh, I was going to say Olika, but that's all right. Oh, Olika. no, Olika. Okay, that's fine. Olika? I like your music very much. I Thank said you, that. Olika. Thank you. That is a wonderful comment and an example of exactly what I was looking for. Ooh, How is what I said knows. in the first place not count? Why do I have to say Olika two? Learned from the best, obviously. Thoras? Thoras knows. I Thoras. You. Alan knows many words. Thank true, you, Alan. Thoras. You do know a lot of words. Absolutely splendiferous. Thank you. <laughs> That's a good one. See, Thoras will try to learn it. Mm, don't strain yourself. Lysha. Have you come up with anything, oh, insulting one? First of all, I was the first to pay you a compliment. You insulted the ever-loving shit out of me to begin with. No, I simply called truths into light. But in spite of that... affection, you know? I will say that I appreciate and respect... Yes? (laughs) That your view of the world is so very different from mine. <laughs> and that you teach me how to look at the world through different lenses, even if I don't always agree. I, yes, you yes, know what, like, that's, that's, that's really quite nice of you, Lysha. I haven't ever yeah. thought of myself as the wisest of the group, but you are I right. I did not I, say that. I definitely do see the world in many different Wise ways, whereas so... you are very one-dimensional in your perspectives. That's not at any way. Wise and so, so weak. What? So it's almost as if that... his, his wisdom and strength Must... are inversely proportional. Must be bounces we don't need to say anymore! <laughs> like a, like a we could all enjoy the 
peace and quiet now as Aaron. I do oh, my no, magic. I think we should all say something nice about all of us now that we've started with Alan. Let's yeah. do Aaron next. Aaron, draw an act of God card. <laughs> chat Fuck. triggered one. Thank you, chat. Aaron, Aaron draw an act of God and let me know what it is. Your muscles are terrible with mine. Damn, all right, shit. I was going to try and build him up to it, but it went for the vinegar stroke straight away. Okay. Uh, here's the... Uh, what yeah, happens now? Behold the light of the stars. Let the cruel and hateful beware. Glittering veil. I'm okay. trying to drag it so it's yep, visible. that's fine. I'm failing. Um... Um, indeed. Yes. Okay. Screw it. As, uh... As you begin to shower Aaron Vol with praise, glittering light appears throughout the entire chamber. Uh, beautiful for some to behold. Alan, roll a constitution saving throw. <laughs> Four. <laughs> Alan is blinded by the light. Ah! What the fuck? And no, I'm trying to concentrate. <laughs> a divine voice rings out. Aaron, your father is in a great deal of trouble. Move the plot along so you can go meet him and either get him off of this wicked path or kick his ass. What's that, Lassie? Timmy, start down a well? Oh, shit! <laughs> yes, the well's in Lunasa, where the plot is. Let's go. <laughs> Listen, I, I'm glad I am unrolling to... the last tapestry. <laughs> Alan... You clearly have a way to get us out here. You're definitely withholding information, which is fine. You know, or, or you know, you don't need to divulge I didn't it to withhold us. Withhold anything? I I said I had a way out. I just oh, said you had to be nice to me. Oh, I mean the specifics of it, Alan. I was just oh. saying you can have your secrets. That's fine. Just get us to fuck Why out of this trash-ridden cave. My bum feels like twenty eighty grit sandpaper. My cheeks are abrading each other. It's not exactly like a holy union. You know what I mean? They're clapping and. It's, I'm getting proper chafed here. How much do each of the other tapestries weigh? They all weigh 50 pounds each. I'm going to sit down on the floor and start drawing this. I will this, bear a tapestry or two if required. Just get us to fuck out this place. Okay. I can carry them all. As okay. he begins to pre prepare the chalk circle, you sort of have to sweep a segment of cave clear of bones and roots and ashes and all sorts of other debris in order to get it clear enough you know how it is with magic circles right you've got a demon bound and then a single straw crosses the circle and then it disembowels you and eats your soul these things have to be done properly uh cool yeah lysha you see that the other all three of the tapestries are sort of in order the first okay. one is snore rides the glacier when the frost giants crashed through the mountains and invaded the second one is called the dance of the seasons and it shows the first four Holdra queens on the slopes of the holy mountain, Glen Croy, performing. They're chasing the spirits, and the spirits are chasing them. And the legends say that they danced for four days until they convinced the spirits of the valley to help them, imbuing each of them with the power of one of the seasons. And then together, they anointed the first king, the winter king. The third tapestry shows the autumn wars. The Lady Rowan is in one corner. Neve of the Golden Hair is in the other corner, up at the top. And the two of them 
are sort of reaching down and roots and other signs of their influence are playing amongst the Holdra. Neve of the Golden Hair has the Winter King sort of in her arms, uh, covering his eyes gently with a, with a soothing but sinister touch. Around her, the, uh, yes, the Autumn Holdra unite. And against them are arrayed the Holdra of spring, summer, and winter. And the Lady Rowan is guiding them against their kin. And between them stands one Holdra knight in shining armor, holding up a sword and a shield to try to keep them apart. It's the story of the first kinslaying that these two sisters instigated by dragging the Winter King into their squabbles against each other. Okay, I'm going to roll them back up and try and mm-hmm. bind them to my back. I can only just carry all three of them and the shit I already have. <laughs> so she's like slightly bent over, but it's not making her any slower. But if she put mm-hmm. another three pounds on her, she'd fall. All right. Uh, <laughs> Alan, it takes you a couple of minutes for the, the huge flash of light to clear from your eyes, and then you are able to draw up the chalk circle and, pre- and begin preparing the magic. I, I'll begin preparing the magic and uh, direct the others to come and stand inside of it once it is finished. Okay. Wait. What? Can I carry the head if I have this? So, what do we determine it was? Like 800 pounds? Yeah. Yeah, what does your character sheet say that... So, click on... See where it says weight carried? Click on that and see at the top it says encumbrance. Your carrying capacity and your ability to push drag and lift. (gasps) I'm lift 1,080 pounds. Okay, I was going to say, you can't carry this, but you can bench it. And the way the spell works... For one round, the spell becomes like a teleportation pad where anyone who walks on it, like it opens oh, the nice. gate and you walk on it. So it. you could lift the head with you. Nice. Uh, I will try and do that. All right. Also, hello, Bimmy. Hello, everyone. Thanks for stopping by. Appreciate the raid. Just got done with their game. Very awesome. Uh, you are in the middle of us finally advancing the plot with the teleportation circle <laughs> to the Elven City. You haven't missed anything at all. <laughs> Literally, we've spent the entire game looting and fighting with Alan and basically roasting him. That's... Yeah. yeah. I didn't roast him at all. Well, the good news is now none of you need to watch the first three arcs because you've just had them all summed up. Yeah. <laughs> also true. All right. So Thoras is going to, at the moment that the gate opens, lift the head and stumble through with it. Mm-hmm. Does anybody else have any special parameters before you enter the teleportation circle? No. I'm going to walk right up in there. Okay. In the place. All right. The... So Alan was presumably not blind when he drew this circle. I don't need to worry about being splinched, for lack of a better term. <laughs> I, waited for, I waited for my blindness to wear yeah. out. Yeah. Okay. As the last piece of the spell comes together, the chalk circle glows with an emerald light that shines upwards, and anyone who steps into that light is instantaneously transported 
to a strange border between the mortal realm and the other world, because that is where the city of Lunasa has been shunted to protect it from the fiery apocalypse unleashed unknowingly by most by Lysha's bout with wild magic some time ago. None of us know that. <laughs> Actually, yeah, none of you know that. <laughs> you step through it, and there's a moment of weightlessness, even for Thoras carrying the 800-pound dragon head just, you know, over his head, waits to the last moment, steps into the circle. There's a moment of weightlessness as you pass between worlds. And with that, you stand in the middle of a living tree, some several hundred feet tall, uh, a natural sort of pocket inside of its branches. You can see the wood itself runs out beneath your feet, and then the tree continues to grow upwards. There's a riot of colors, golds and reds and oranges, the colors of autumn and an eternal fall splendor. This is what the place that you've traveled to was supposed to look like before it was devastated by wild magic. And uh, the dungeon master has prepared a map somewhere here. There it is. Hello. <laughs> Welcome, halfling. You would never be allowed here, nor. I'm a halfling. I'm a half blood, not a halfling. Reasonable. But they get are you, quite different. Get your insults right. All right. You arrive surrounded by very surprised guards. Oh, can I drop the head now? Yes, it it collapses and the wood creaks and groans beneath it as it plops with a wet thud. Hmm. The air here is not stained with that ash, nor is it the, the sort of cold, bitter frost that the Sealy Court sort of haunted you with. Here it, it's fresh... And it's a little bit like leaves in the rain in an old forest where it gets a little bit of that mildew scent just underneath and some sort of another grainy harvest smell to it. It's all quite lovely. Uh, the sun doesn't seem to know what it's doing at the moment. Uh, one moment you look out and it's sort of hanging over at noon and then the next moment you blink and it's now near the horizon like it was forever in the Sealy, in the Unsealy Court. Uh, a consequence of the fact that this court, this city was shunted between worlds for its own safety. You are surrounded, like I said, by very surprised Holdra guards who immediately hold you at spear point. And they have a number of questions. How will you answer them? In I'm exhausted. Eldritch? I'm waiting for Lysha. Mm -hmm. I am Lysha of the Holdra. I come from what I don't know what the name of my village and temple were, but then. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, these days that's called Ground Zero. We know it well. Um, <laughs> all right, as seeing that the rest of them are with you, they relax, though they're not going to just, you know, you just dropped an 800-pound dragon head on the floor. They're going to have some additional questions, but they're not going to just shish kebab you on sight. I'm going to kind of uh, unburden myself of the... <laughs> just... Tapestries. Mm -hmm. I come bearing relics of our people. And I kind of unroll the first of the three to, mm -hmm. like, show them what it is. And the others are gifts for the wedding, aren't they? No, all three of them are going back to my people. For fuck's sake! <laughs> <laughs> 
Ah, excellent, Lisha. Excellent. <laughs> if you wanted gifts for the wedding, you should have oh. taken some of the dragon eggs, idiot. Preserving oh. culture, that's what we're all about over here. Oh, oh crap. No Did we not pick eggs. up any of the dragon eggs? There were no Balls. dragon eggs. They were cracked oh, open. They? they were broken. Ah, oh, they were broken open. They were, right. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, you're welcome to go ahead and clean yourselves up. You're going to have to be escorted, but you know you can avail yourself of, of the city's... What's the word I'm looking for? You can get cleaned up. You can have a bite to eat. You can have a long rest. You can stay for the night, but they're going to want the full story from you in the morning. Mm. Yes, please. Thank right. you. Do we have freedom well, of movement? Or we're mildly we singed and poisoned. They are probably going to want you to stay relatively in place until they've had a chance to give you the full talking mm. to. Uh, but, you know, they've got sort of a, a wing. One particular trunk of the city that has all of your immediate needs and then you can talk you know when you're ready to talk i'm doing that annoying locals thing as we walk where i start explaining every little tidbit of the city as we walk past and this is where this happened and that is where this famous thing happened and did you know that right here (laughs) i am going to so are we going to get food and then get put kind of taken to a bed area to sleep for a long rest is that what the yeah. guards are taking us to right yeah. now basically they're okay. saying sleep it off have some food take a bath you especially please take a bath uh and and we'll talk later we'll talk after Me? you've had a chance to repair is there life around here i mean life outside of the um the holdra that are actually here i mean are there like birds mice animals of various descriptions yes in the general vicinity of Lunasa, if you look out from the central major tree, you can see a whole bunch of other large autumnal trees connected by, you know, Ewok village bridges, essentially. Mm. Uh, and then beyond that, there's just this haze, this smoky okay. cloud haze. Well, then, but within as we it, go there's get... animals and, and such. As we go and get some food, I'm going to mm. eat my fill, but then... Po- Slide a hand pocket some food as well. <clears throat> I'm trying to store some, not much, just a little, little handfuls of mostly like bread and whatever I think were animals would mm-hmm. quite enjoy. And then I'm going to try and slip out before I go to sleep. Okay. Uh, what about the rest of you before Alan sneaks off to commit acts of fuckery? Thoras. Sorry. Go ahead. convoluted. Thoros is just going to search out a, a potion. You wouldn't know it's called like an apothecary. It would just be searching mm. for the potion place. Mm, the potion cellar. Yes. <laughs> ah, potion cellar. Hold on, hold on. I think that's... Can I... Hold on, if I do this... <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> potion cellar. Yeah, that's it. Just potions. <laughs> I like the way you say... Potions. <laughs> <laughs> You can't handle my strongest potions. Oh. They're too strong. <laughs> uh, all we, right, we can have the full back and forth, but I don't think anybody here yeah, wants that. Just, just <laughs> go, go watch the video. Insert. We'll just, we'll just edit it directly into the vod here, so everyone can watch that bit, and yeah, we'll move. That'd be great. We'll just directly into there. What's Stop. the point in being sponsored by TC Helicondry when we all have one anyway? <laughs> I don't have one. Do you want to go XLR, babe? Ah. Uh. You want to get me one? You already got one. Well, I mean, what's the point? You got me one. It'd be like re-gifting you the gift, except a different gift. That's fair. 
fair. Yeah. No, it's it's like that old story where you know I sold my hair to buy you this gift, and they're like, I I sold my you know to buy you this new wheel for your bike. Well, I sold my bike to buy you this thing for your hair. Oh, ah, true. Now nobody has anything. It's a story. I swear this is how the story goes. Also, story. Some people in poorer countries sell their hair for wigs. Mm-hmm. Not to buy wheels for bicycle. Well, I mean, maybe, possibly. Maybe. Bicycles I, might be actually really important. To, I, I'm vastly, like, mistelling the story. Josh is of the poor as his character. <laughs> Listen, I'm about to give a lot of money to the needy. Mm. Yeah, My character I, is, Thoros, sorry, not me. Thoros wishes to find a potion place. All right. Mm. Um, and you're looking to get your, your strange sedimentary potion identified, right? This is going to be interesting to roleplay because Thoras has never set foot in a potion place. Yes. So he's going to try and act like he knows what he's doing. Okay. There is a particular branch of the tree that is, again, still alive but has been magically cultivated to grow out in such a manner that the local apothecary and alchemist can do her work. Mm-hmm. And there's a an outcropping where she can make her most noxious mixes and they can escape without changing the tree itself and if you look up from that balcony that open balcony uh the the leaves above it have all sort of melted or withered away leaving a straight shot up into the sky a sort of huh. natural chimney uh, brought upon by years and years and years of experiments uh, quite quickly Aaron, do you, you want the dragon's head i mean not particularly, Thoras. It is yours if you want it. Yeah, I know. We, we we travel light these days, you know. I don't really have a hearth to hang it above and, a, you know, uh, a box of maiden, you know, to, well, to make me my potato soup. Are you guys just I, rolling it? I found out that you wouldn't know what to do with one if you did have one. I am deadlifting Yes, I don't it. know what to do with the dragon, but now I have the dragon head, Lysha. Sure, no, I don't know what I to do with it. I meant a box of maiden. I don't think that's what you meant at all. I don't, no. Uh, <laughs> listen, I don't really know what to do with them. Um, perhaps your people yes, will have... Yes, we established that. <laughs> well, my honor permits me to not take it unless you give me permission. Uh, right, well then, um, well, by the power invested in me, by all the old gods and the new, I give you permission to do whatever the fuck you want with this dragon head that I have Thank no you, interest in keeping. I'm going to uh, start trying to roll or lift the dragon head towards the potion place. Okay. You're <laughs> going to roll a dragon so, head into the potion place. The, the, uh... Herbalist of Lunasa, but a very important medical advisor to the local prince, and someone who's you know consulted for all sorts of magical matters and has been studying for hundreds of, of years of her elven lifetime, the various herbs and extracts and such. Here's this behind her, and the first thing she sees is this dragon stumbling in a very unnatural fashion with his tongue lolling out of his mouth. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and then this pair of, under normal circumstances, very brawny, but un- in this particular context, rather s- comically undersized Injury. legs underneath it. Just... <clears throat> and it takes her a moment to wonder. She looks down at whatever she was just mixing and sees the fumes coming up and just dumps it out. <laughs> Splashes her face in some water and turns, and by this point, the dragon's head is on the floor. <sighs> Greetings! I am Thoras, Giant's Bane. And I 
come <laughs> to please one. finish that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> I, so, this is so badly. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, Thoris is. Mm, <clears throat> but I have potions here. What do they do? What indeed? <laughs> uh, 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 she <laughs> does a walk around, looks left at the dragon, looks right. This looks fresh. How fresh is this? Well, I... I didn't kill it. Uh, I assisted with the kill. Um, that wasn't necessarily the question. How fresh is this? As I said, I didn't kill it. So, um, But if you want to keep rubbing it in, that's fine, I guess. <laughs> uh, very fresh. We... Uh, I guess my uh, a companion of mine killed it recently. Right. Can you define recently, put it within some sort of chronological boundaries? How recently? Hmm. About an hour ago. An hour ago? Yes, yes, about an hour ago. Okay, great. You have potions. That's great. That's exciting. What are you doing with this? And she points at the <laughs> gigantic dragon head that is, you know, oozing on her floors. Well, I figured, you know, I just... I don't really know. I was maybe I, I, I'm just gonna carry it around. Hmm. How about I take it off your hands? Why? There's all sorts of things that I could make from this. Hmm. Yeah, it's on my plate. Well. Give me a moment to think, as out of character, my food has arrived. All right. <laughs> he goes Somebody to contemplate. Go. <laughs> All right. Thoras sits back and contemplates. I just need, like, hmm, villager noises for the next five minutes. Lysha and Alan. I know Alan is going to go sneak off to find a bird to give sentience and glorious purpose. Um yes. <laughs> Lysha, are you doing anything before he, he goes off to introduce a, a creature to the wonderful world of sapients? Before or as um, he does that, I would be looking for some place nearby, if I can, that sells oils and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, some place where I might be able to find the components for a resurrection spell. Mm. Reincarnation. Resurrection. Yeah. Reincarnation. Sorry, reincarnation. Yeah. Thank no, you. that's not a problem at all. The there's, you know, <laughs> so you walk in to the shop where such things would be sold to see a gigantic oozing dragon head on the floor and Thoras lost in thought. Um, Thoras, why have oh, you brought yeah. the dragon head to the potion cellar? No, no reason. Thoris wanted to know what the potions were for. Uh, what? Why? Oh, no, no reason. I just came by to find some oils and found you here with a dragon head. I was worried you might be intimidating the potion seller, but I'm sure they're very interested in this. Thoris is thinking of uses for the dragon's head. Uh, maybe it. Um, maybe. It, well, uh, do you know how taxidermy works? 
Thoras, because you could let the potion seller drain the blood from dragon and then still... culture has no taxes. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. Have uh, Do you know of heads mounted on... Ma- do you have a house? No. Right. Well, perhaps a yeah, tooth from the right. dragon would suffice as a trophy for you that you could hang from your belt and we could sell this head to this lovely person. I, Thoras would feel terrible uh, picking a trophy out of it because Thoras did not kill the dragon. So... Why don't you make one for Eren and then you can have one to match so you can be dragon slaying, buddy. Oh, I cannot take one. But Eren, that is a good idea. Eren, he is he is new to this, I can tell. But Eren would not be alive were it not for you. So perhaps you deserve a trophy as well. No, no, no. I... Lysha, I did not kill it. Well, then, perhaps we can make a trophy for you out of Aaron's ashes. The, the potion seller thing. looks at this conversation increasingly lost and increasingly <laughs> concerned about what is going on. Oh, Aaron died and was resurrected by him, but I still have his ashes because I had intended to reincarnate him. Speaking of reincarnation, can you help me find some oils? Potion seller? Yes, yes, I can definitely do that. On the house, and by on the house, I mean you leave this dragon's head here with me, and I will cover the the cost of the rare unguents and, and concoctions required to perform that most advanced druidic rite, and I'll huh. gladly identify your potions for you as well. Thoras will not be bamboozled so easily. That's a thousand gold pieces worth of oil, Thoras. Thoras knows the worth of a dragon's head. So give him an ear. <laughs> Thoras. <clears throat> dragon's heads are worth a lot. Hold on. Wait, wrong roll, maybe. Was that deception, or are <laughs> you trying deception. to know, see if you know how long, how much so dragon head is worth? No idea how much dragon <laughs> head is worth at all. See, this is the, the, Thoras has heard of the legends of bartering, and he's you know he's dabbled with it in weird cities where they gave him like a bone flute that might be used to tame deities. He doesn't actually know, but he's going to try it here. He's pushing himself out of his comfort zone. He's trying to barter. Mm-hmm. See? Okay. Clearly a very canny consumer, I can tell. Mm. Alright. The ingredients that she needs, I'll identify your potions, and I will make for you from this dragon a potion of dragon's breath on top. In all honesty, we're now talking about roughly equivalent value. You know, this is a this is a a very fair deal. Inside check. Go for it. Yeah, the the apothecary. She's being earnest. She she felt like she was pretty close to it before, and adding a potions of dragon breath. She feels happy with the deal, and she feels like it's it's fair to you as well. It is pretty fair, Thoras. Thoras 
likes the cut of your jib. <laughs> Do you know what that means, Sora? Jib is uh, like a piece of a fish. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. That's yep. That's what regardless potion Sarah. So is that a yes, Thoras? Thoras likes your jib and Thoras likes your deal. I think he said he likes your fish. And I'm gonna go to shake their hand. Okay. Alright. Covered she, in goo. She looks at you for a moment. You know, she's about to Go spare, you know, use every part of the dragon and on this thing. And so she's going to shake it. Go for it. As a token of goodwill from my people to yours, I will help you lift it to wherever you need it lifted to. That is now accurate. you're just showing off. Well, Lysha, what I have learned on our journey together is that not all people are built like Goliath bodybuilders. That is true, Thoras, and how very yep. kind of you. Yeah, I've I've been working on it, noticing that is that right. how weak people are. <laughs> okay. Yes, you told Alan. You should tell him again. Mm, good idea. He needs to be reminded. Uh, I will also remind Alan that the disadvantage in all charisma checks is still in effect because of yeah. broken ego. Uh, all right, so she'll accept your health. Your, your assistance is you hoist it into the air, and she uses some small amount of druidic magic to entice the tree to lower some strong branches down to lift the thing up, to hold the thing up in the air where you've hoisted it, and to hold the weight so that she can get underneath it and begin, you know, processing this, uh, this great beast. Uh, go ahead and add the material components to your inventory, Lysha. And how many uh, potions? She's pretty much going to go home and do it tonight. She'd like enough for right. two potions. So one set she'll put in her inventory, mm-hmm. and the other set she'll go home and try and resurrect, excuse me, reincarnate. Korak. Korak. All right, cool. I'm going to give Alan a chance to go catch his bird, and then we're going to roll some percentile dice to see what Korak comes back as. Mm-hmm. Uh, Th- Thoris, how many potions did you have to identify? Was it just the... I had uh, two. Oh, you took the other one, the the bubbly mm-hmm. one with the with the jellyfish bubble I in it. I believe I did. All right. Unless somebody else took it. No, I believe that's yours. The strange layered potion is a potion of climbing. Hmm. And it, All of it? it? Yeah, the whole thing. It just hmm. it's layered like that because it involves a lot of earth magic because it you know it enables you to it's designed to climb mountains and such. So it's got a lot of primordial elemental earth in it, and those mm. each of those layers is designed to be like a uh, what's a, there's a fancy word for it, like a rock layer, you know, an archaeological layer, if you uh, will. Sediment. Layer. Yeah, you know, Thoras is the best climber in his tribe. Mm-hmm. Yep. Essentially, for an hour, you uh, have advantage. You you have a climb speed, meaning you can climb as fast as you can walk. And you have advantage on every single athletics check you make to climb. So you can climb incredibly fast mm. temporarily. It's pretty nasty. The mm. other one is a potion of water breathing. It does exactly mm. what it says on the tin for one hour. Pretty good. Pretty and good. you gain a potion of green dragon's breath. After you drink it, you can use a bonus action three times 
Just spew poison on oh, people. That's pretty sick. Yeah. That's pretty good. That almost one shot Lysha. Yeah, it's pretty good. Oh, it's not that strong. <laughs> it's well, uh, I hate to see it. It's not the full strength of the dragon. It's significantly weaker, but it is an area of effect attack and it's usable as a bonus action, which means you Plus, can Plus, I'm immune on to poison then... now. Yeah, I mean, you can't. Yeah, that's. Yeah, because you know, I know you're planning on taking that and then going back and burping in Lysha's face, so no, <laughs> no joy on that front, unfortunately. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, as I go back towards my house, if I see Aaron on the way past, Aaron, would you mind seeing if you can get that armor made for me? I'll pay for it. Just tell me what it costs. You want... Well, uh, mm, right. Uh, I had other plans. The armor but... goes skyclad sometimes. She's lovely. <laughs> All right, well, that, that's canon. I really I really feel like, you know, I people have the wrong idea about me. Mm. <laughs> cool. I mean... Yeah, I mean, I, I would say Aaron would have a look for some kind of blacksmith. Okay. Mm. Uh, the the Holdra are not much for blacksmithing. They don't tend to work with metal as much. They're not opposed to it. It's just that they live in a gigantic tree, so having a forge, you know, is usually sure. not the play. Mm. Health and safety risk. Exactly. It tells me that, yeah, that we don't need a blacksmith necessarily, for that, do we? Mm. But you need but a... be the... Leather a leather worker, maybe. Yeah. Oh, oh, ironwood worker. They grow. Right. They especially with their druidic craft. They they hone the wood. They induce the wood to uptake metals from the earth and grow. And they harden it in fire and stuff like that. So they can make a variety of of objects out of organic materials as needed. Which is why we can headcanon the fact that. Ash just invented the fact that she goes skyclad, which would make no sense if you were a blacksmith because the sheer like burning I hazard sometimes. would be outrageous. <laughs> I said sometimes. Alright. The armor, you know, you have a fantastic 45 pound bag of green dragon scales, freshly and excellently carved. It is going to take some time to put this together. They uh, I, I, I need Lysha, right, to actually fit it to her, I mm-hmm. assume. Well, they can start treating the scales. You know, you have to, like, put some alchemical treatments on the scales to get them to the level of pliability that you need, and they will need to bring Lysha in for several fittings. It's going to be a similar process to how your sky steel was reforged around you. Sure. Uh, and there may be some additional costs involved for other reagents and such. Unfortunately, it's one of those things where they won't know immediately, They'll only know, like, as the project goes along. You know, like having your car done. Sure. Yeah, that checks out. <laughs> right? Uh, I can see if I can get a quote for you. Let me, let me, here, you leave that I there. I really like having your car done. Yeah. You sit in the lobby, have a nice cup of, it's not coffee, uh, and I, I have a nice cup of elven wine, and look at our inspirational posters for a moment while we see if we can uh, figure out what we're, what we got going on here. Yeah, reach for the canopy. Exactly. Motivational posters. Uh, Chat, if you have any good Holdra motivational posters, drop them. I'd love to hear about it. Exactly. Uh, All right, while I dig through the book for that particular segment. Oh, crafting an item. Magic item. Kill a thing. Yeah, you already killed the thing. I killed it. Yeah. It is... Dragon scale armor. Dragon scale, very rare. Oh, Nelly. Okay. 
Uh-oh. Um, yeah. This sounds broken. Well, it what it is is expensive. So, dragon scale armor costs 20,000 gold to make. That's what, a lot of money. What you brought is going to take 3350 off of that. So that leaves you with sixteen six fifty. They might be able to work out some sort of a deal with you, depending on if you can bring them anything else, any other valuable components or reagents or other stuff can make it go a little bit further. Sorry, Lysha, you can do the bartering, right? <laughs> oh, uh, I'm preoccupied at the moment. So right now they just have the materials, and uh, I'll have to barter with them some other time. All right. Because I'm not, I'm not there. Aaron's there. I sent him off. I, I, all I said was I'd pay for it, not knowing it would cost that much. So we'll see <laughs> how that goes. <laughs> all right. Um, let's go ahead and check in with Alan. What were you doing while, while everyone else was uh, shopping, essentially? So while, while they're going around shopping, what I want to do is I want to find an area that's a little more secluded. I don't know how... How heavily are we being guarded? Because my original intention was to slip away invisibly, to cast invisibility on myself and slip away. Mm -hmm. If you were half we were being in the middle of Lunasa, well, slinking off. Yeah, but I would be invisible, you know. But if we're not being heavily guarded, and I can find a little secluded area, I'm not planning to do anything horrific, so I don't really need to slink away. How? So I guess it comes down to how heavily we're actually being watched. If you try to leave sort of the the branch that you're in, which is its own little mini community, you know, obviously you've been able to go to the potion seller and the the leather worker without being interrogated. If you try to stray too much further into the rest of the the city, you're going to be stopped probably. Okay, well then I will pretend to go to my to to the bed chambers, whatever they've set up for us, whatever mm-hmm. that might be, and I'm going to wait in there for a little while. And then I'm going to cast invisibility on myself, mm-hmm. and I'm going to slink out, just me, the birdcage, and some food. Okay. And I'm heading for a secluded area that has wildlife still around. Like, I assume this is a little late on in the day because we'd already tackled mm-hmm. the dragon at this point. So, uh, you know, sometime just before dusk when the birds are still out, presumably. That's what okay. I'm. That's what I'm aiming for. So that it wouldn't seem ridiculous that I'm heading to bed, because I mean we did just fight a fucking dragon. Right. Like I'm kinda I'm kinda tired, but also I'm out here trying to catch myself a birdie. <laughs> and, and I'm gonna try and slink away whilst casting invisibility on myself and get to this area. Okay, give let's start out with a stealth check with advantage for the invisibility. Twenty-four. Yeah, Do okay. That that'll uh, you'll be able to slink past the guards. You make too much noise, you might get caught. But for the time being, you are in good shape. Next off, why don't we do a perception check to sort of find something apt? Okay. All right. And, uh, no advantage on this. This is just you on the hunt. Twenty three. Twenty three. What are you looking well. for? What are you looking I... for? Particularly, I'm looking for um, n- n- not a raven because that's too 
overplayed, but I want some kind yeah. of um some kind of bird that I would know has good eyesight from a distance. Mm-hmm. But but I'm not looking for a falcon or anything. I'm looking for something low key that would fit in 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 most scenarios around an Accra. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I guess some kind of pigeon would do, honestly. Or yeah, some kind of like wood pigeon or something would be perfectly fine. Okay. I don't know which birds have better eyesight than others. Have very good eyesight. I mean, what they 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 use them as homing pigeons, though, right? So they must have some innate. Understanding of like they can direction sense the, they can sense the planet's magnetic field and birds with good eyesight i'm googling it now <laughs> I, mean, I mean i assume I'll... alan would have a better idea than i did oh, roll know? a nature check to see exactly how, oh. how good of an idea you do have oh god all right i'll tell you right now i don't <laughs> have 20 bro he knows everything about birds what the fuck yeah. he's an old <laughs> fucking <thologist. laughs> Ornithologist. That might be a neologism. <laughs> okay, well, hawks and owls and falcons are sort of your, you know, your top tier eyesight. Yeah, um, but I don't really want a bird apparently of prey because sparrows have ridiculously good eyesight. A sparrow seems very on brand. That is yeah. absolutely perfect. The sparrow is perfect. Then, if that mm-hmm. is good eyesight, that's what I'm after. Great. I'm after just a nice little tree sparrow that's hanging around these parts. Mm-hmm. I don't have song like bird sounds in my soundboard, otherwise I'd hit that. Um, and so what I'm gonna do is I'm aiming to find an area that has those whilst mm-hmm. remaining invisible, and I can cast invisibility on myself for five hours. So I'm in this for the long haul. Okay. Like I'm I'm ready to burn some spell slots to keep myself invisible. And I'm gonna take the food that I had pocketed away earlier mm-hmm. and sprinkle it inside the bird cage. I don't want the bird cage to be invisible or the food. So I'm mm-hmm. gonna put that out in a in a kind of well-lit area, and I am going to stand right next to it and whistle bird song and try and attract these birds. And once one comes in, I'm going to attempt to shut the door on it. Okay. Roll a performance check with... No, you got a natural 20 on your nature check. Roll a performance check to whistle bird song. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, an 11! As it should be. Ooh. With disadvantage, because that's a charisma-based check, and you don't feel very good about yourself. Okay. Still an 11. Yeah, you'd have to roll natural 1 to get lower than an 11. Yeah. So, alright. It's a not the most convincing bird song of all time. Mm. Roll a handle animal check. Okay. Or animal handling. I don't remember how it's written in this version. I click of the button. You click of the button. Oh, here it goes. There we go. 17. 17. That's okay. not bad. Yeah. Um, it only takes three hours. How many spell slots okay. is that going to be? Uh, that burns an additional two spell slots mm-hmm. because I had cast it for the first time for an hour and I would have to recast it for two more hours. Mm-hmm. So I, I have two spell slots left with which to do anything at this point. Okay. Um. But I've I've managed to catch it. You've like managed I've managed to... to successfully close the door and everything, mm-hmm. and it's inside. Yep, the bird is in the Wonderful. cage. Okay, fucking cage back. God damn, perfect. Dude. So at this point, if it took me three hours, I mean, we're still talking like this is just about sunset. Mm-hmm. Like it's starting to get dark. So I'm I'm now gonna head back. I'm actually just going back to my uh oh, 
Oh, I've got the a chirping little bird the in there. I'm gonna... little bird in there. Well, then I still have two spells left, so I'm going to cast... Oh, that only lasts for a minute. Hmm. Okay, I'm going to start to make my way back towards the um, the area, mm-hmm. you know, back towards the bedchamber area. And as I get towards places that I have to slink past people, just before I get to those areas, I'm going to cast Sleep on the Sparrow. And I'm going to cast it twice so that it stays asleep, hopefully, for two minutes, and I'm going to try and wiggle my way back to my bedchambers within two minutes. Of- okay, so when you cast sleep, invisibility pops. Oh, oh yeah, it's it's a, that. It's um, a really good plan. Like, honestly, it's a really good plan, but you need to keep that part in mind. Okay, all right. Well, all right, this is what we're going to do then. How close can I get to my bedchamber area without or or how close can i get to the main tree without being without being um without being heard because that's what i'm worried about Mm -hmm. like would i be able to actually get back to the main tree area without being without having this bird hear me are there guards posted around yeah there are guards posted around the perimeter of the main area okay then this is what we're going to go for we're going to try and post up 500 feet away from the perimeter of the tree. Mm-hmm. So we're going to try and get, you know, fairly close, maybe 400 feet away or something. And we're going to try and find a secluded spot in the tree area, somewhere that nobody else is that's maybe 100 feet in. It's just past the guards. And I'm going to dimension door to that point. Okay. Give me a stealth check with advantage before the invisibility wears off because you're still under the invisibility to move yourself into position. Okay. Just creating lots of opportunities for this to go wrong. That's all. I like that. Okay, 22 low 22. minimum. All right, so that's fine. I don't know what the other one is. It's taken a while to roll. Well, it's a 22 is fine, so you're good. Uh, and then you cast Sleep on the Bird, right? Oh, 24. Yes. Uh-huh. I, no, I, um, no, if I'm doing this plan, I'm not even going to bother casting Sleep on the Bird because when I arrive in the middle of the tree, it's just going to be like I was before, except now there's a bird in there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be like, oh, you didn't go to bed? But you got a bird. You know, Are no you in here on your outside. Game Boy on a school night, young man? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Then, yeah, you poof. You transport this little bird, and you appear back in your sleeping with this very annoyed bird in a cage. Okay. And I'm now just going to go to sleep. I'm going to try and wake up very early in the morning, though. Mm-hmm. I'm going to set my bird alarm. <laughs> <laughs> to wake me up it wakes you up dawn. you just cast sleep to snooze it you know for however yeah. long that lasts so I, it'll wake me up at dawn right which is earlier than i normally get up so mm-hmm. yeah i'm good all right i'm gonna sleep for the minimum time allowed for a long rest eight hours yes apparently uh sparrows and their family their vision's not that much sharper than humans but it's up to like three times as fast oh, they so can the- see things moving ridiculously fast they have a really good refresh And predict rate. where they're going to go. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The human eye can't see past 25 FPS, but sparrows can exactly. see at 60. Yeah, yeah. Basically. Yeah. But nobody needs 144. That's just ridiculous. No. Oh, man, come on. You try playing FPS on 60 hertz and then go up. It's a weird <laughs> difference, bro. Oh, bullshit. Uh, I, I just blame how bad I am on Overwatch on my monitor. That's my normal plan. Uh, all yeah. right. Does anyone else have anything to do for the evening? I'm going to... Do my reincarnation ritual. 
Yeah, that one little thing. Okay. Uh, what's the cast time on that spell? Like an hour? It takes one hour. Okay. So, so you... I go back to my room. I have the finger. I have the mm-hmm. oils. I'm going to, you know, set the finger in the center, put some oils around it. Get in the oils. I know the room. Yep. All right. Good night, everybody. No. um... (laughs) Shit. (laughs) All right. You you set Um, a very respectful and ritual to summon this. Candles. Yeah, this spirit back from beyond the pale. (laughs) Oh, my God. Not making it better. Not improving it. Uh, you you set up this very complex. Drip some hot wax. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh, I tried. You're welcome. I tried. All right, you cast the damn spell. You reach out, calling <laughs> calling Korak back into the mortal world that the Holdra actually loves so much, and. The elements coalesce at the center of this ritual circle, rising from these unguents, distilled from the air, drawn up from the earth, imbued with the living fire and the water that surrounds you to form a new body. Roll percentile. You did it. No, no, I showed you the spell. It says the DM rolls the dice. Ah, great. So if you want to roll it, I got the chart up there for you. What's the world result from this real quick? Probably um, probably human or maybe a stout halfling. Dragonborn maybe? I don't know. Yeah, I don't honestly know that he'll hate Dragonborn more than he hates humans. We'll find out. Uh, probably dwarf actually. Ancient, right? Mm. Yeah. Dwarf would be bad. <laughs> okay. Let's see. Let's see what happens. As Oh my he... god, he might hate me and ask me to kill him immediately. As you cast the spell... A strange scent comes in on the wind from the window. A a sulfurous, metallic, tangy smell. Oh my. And you hear the distant whirring and clicking of metal on metal. Mixed with the voice that is coming back. And a body manifests before you, rising tall with great curled metal horns poking out. What? The skin tone is this brassy iron. The features are chiseled, almost forged. It is flesh, but touched by metal. Not on the chart, mate. Yeah. Pretty obvious, isn't it? It it kind of is on the chart. On the fucking chart. (laughs) That's not how it says the spell works. Right. Well, Uh you know, some designs are just an extra. We also Um, also have a DM. Oh, God, there it is. As he reappears, Korak breathes again. Hello, Elisha. (laughs) Did you you roll a die? I didn't see a die. Yeah, I roll. I roll. I did a DM roll. Fam. (laughs) <laughs> I got a 100. Korak wow. returns. Another wow. mucking son of a sitch. As a tiefling. Uh, a, a mortal. Sort of a tiefling, apparently. Yeah, a tiefling of Anachronis. Tieflings are, are mortals who are touched in some way by a fiendish power. 
They usually have, uh, they might have tails or hooves or horns. And in this case, those features are almost, but not quite, mechanical. Right, so I, so it's not, I always thought Tiefling was like a halfling, but no, it's just someone that's slightly twisted, right, by some influence. Yeah, it, it, it's, a Tieflings are to fiends as Azimars are to Celestials. Gotcha, gotcha. They're, they're literally okay. like opposite sides of the same coin. And he, he, he breathes in a choking gasp and looks around him wild-eyed. And the, the eyes are, when they open, they almost, inside the iris, they almost slide open like a mechanical iris under the lid. Korak? As he looks around. He looks at his own hand, which end in these slightly sharp fingernails, not claws, but almost claws, and is incredibly confused. Korak? Are you all right? What? You, you died. Is this hell? Pretty horribly. <laughs> no, though you might think it's so. I hope you will not hate me, but I could not let your knowledge die with you. So he, I've reincarnated you. He looks at himself and then he scrambles around, knocking things over, looking for a mirror, anything that any reflective surface that he can see himself in. Uh, like make space and kind of like press myself against the wall mm. trying to let him get to a mirror alright there's not a whole lot of mirrors around but eventually he finds his way to a puddle and just looks it in sees his face looking back at him stares down in utter disbelief well, at least I'm not human <laughs> that's what I thought oh I'd hoped you'd say that you can still spend time as a bear if you prefer I presumably you're still a druid he shuts his eyes, there's a moment's hesitation, and then he changes into the form of a bear. And he lets out a... Correct! And she hugs the bear. <laughs> <laughs> he lets out a deep grunt of relief. The, the bear, at least, right. seems to just be a natural bear. Rather oh, than a mecha bear. A robot bear. <laughs> Erin would love riding a robot bear into battle. Oh, my. <laughs> Don't even get me started. <laughs> Eat your heart out, Voltron. Give me a robot bear and hot wax, and I'm Gucci. <laughs> uh, are we going back to... Okay. Anyway. Uh... <laughs> so, yeah, Lysha's hugging Korak. Mm -hmm. She's glad he doesn't seem to hate her and that he's just happy he's not a human. And uh... that's more, It's less that he's happy he's not a human and more that, that that's like the one thing he's holding on to in order to maintain some sort of a grip, right? It, it's still a shock. It's still a huge shock, but that at least that helps him process sense. it somewhat. A lot of... Maybe right. stay bare for now and we'll just let you speak telepathically to our, uh, our people and we'll explain later. He nods. Yes, I he's so. he's going to stay a bear. He, he's going <laughs> to hang out in bear form for a while. All right. Is there any reason why the party should not now take a long rest? Nope. Okay. So we're going to do a couple things. First off, we're going to take a long rest. Second off, I'm going to explain a little bit about what is going on in Lunasa. 
because our next episode, which should be the arc finale, is going to be the wedding itself. Mm. So, All right. people have already started traveling to Lunasa to prepare for the wedding. And they've been put up in these different areas of the city, if you're looking at your map right now. Here at the center, well, this is this is not a helpful. Okay, here at the center is where the leadership of the city is gathered. It's sort of the the main hub of Lunasa, and we'll have a chance to meet those folks probably next time. There's a few key characters, not too many, who are in charge of the city, who are trying to deal with this influx of Fey arriving and other dignitaries arriving in this flickering caught between two worlds weird ass wedding venue <laughs> up here the lady rowan is not yet in attendance but many of her her entourage her court dignitaries and such the unseely have set up in this area they've sort of made it their own and many of the holdra are avoiding it keeping a guard on the perimeter but it's like okay you can have this wing of of the city these trees are under your jurisdiction don't go causing trouble outside of that down here, the Unse the Seely have begun to arrive, bringing with them lovely, enchanting music and all sorts of bright, cheerful flowers sprouting all over it. The Holdra are similarly giving this area a wide berth. Neve of the Golden Hair and her train have a bower of, of, of uh, you know, like a little living garden mm -hmm. at the center of these trees where they're holding out. And up here, the wild fay of Nguyen's court have begun to gather. You're not yet sure who is already here, who's actually arrived, but you do know that preparations for the wedding are well underway. And that the three fairy sort of groups have largely been keeping to themselves to avoid any sort of bad blood. This is supposed to be a happy occasion. Let's not bicker and argue about who kills who. They're all well and truly split up. So, barring anything else, in our next adventure, we are going to have the lead-up to the wedding, and we're going to see how you're going to actually handle the wedding itself, whether you're going to try to make it run smoothly, try to make it run terribly, or convince the groom to run away. Any... None of us know that that's the thing except Alan, right? Correct. Alan is about to share this knowledge with you, though. That's what I was planning to do tomorrow. Is mm. on, on the morrow, I was... Because I, I don't think this is a decision that... Frankly, Alan doesn't believe there's really any moral obligation to do any of these things because they all serve one person's interest and screw over the other two. So mm -hmm. it's all pretty even Stevens as far as he's concerned. It's not like he's a romantic and believes in true love and wants the marriage to go on no matter what. So mm -hmm. he's just going to present the options to the group as they were presented to him. And and rather than say that the snake told him, he's going to say that he did a bit of digging of his own and uh, has mm. come to these conclusions. Even if you were a romantic and believed in true love, this wouldn't be it, right? Because the king... Exactly, exactly. So, and that's what he's going to say. Yeah, exactly. That's what he was planning to bring up if Lysha had been of the opinion that, you know, the wedding must go on because it's beautiful. Oh, no, if he doesn't love her, we must save him. <laughs> you believe we have a moral obligation? Potentially. That mm. sounds fun. I enjoy being on the right side of your moral compass and still enjoying myself. The, out of uh, character, I was invited to the wedding as a champion of the Lady Rowan, right? 
Yes. Each of you were invited uh, to the wedding under specific circumstances. Invitations. I need to go back and read my invitation. It's yep. in your journal here in Roll20. You can pull it up in there the journal is. tab. Yes. Yeah. Um. Ah. Hmm. Right. So, hmm. The plot. And Taurus didn't agree to give the bone flute to her as a gift, did he? I will consult the VOD. I don't think he did. I don't I think you said you had a so. gift. It was You didn't say for sure you were going to, and you would give it to Nimab, the golden hair or whatever, right? Yeah. The unseely queen, the, not the, to... The seely queen, the light court queen. Or, sorry, the seely yeah. queen rather yeah. than the unseely queen. I never said to anyone I was going to give that. Yeah, I don't think you, you made that promise. You showed it to the Lady Rowan to ask her what it was, thinking that asking asking her if it was going to be a good gift. Yeah, and she said it would be suitable only for her sister, which Thoras, you know, a couple of chills went up his spine as that was uttered. And Thoras is tired of being manipulated by Alan and everyone else around him. And I think Thoras is so dumb. So Thoras has a plan that he's going to keep up to himself. Oh, God. Well, as soon as Alan gets on the same page with the rest of the group, Thoras wants to go off and do his own thing. (laughs) What page is Aaron on? Stay for the ride. What do you mean? What page am I on? In terms of, like... What are you thinking? Well, I... In terms of who to support, which Archfey to try and get the favor of. Actually, technically, none none of them at this stage. Uh, Aaron has to have a very important conversation. Yes. Yes. Oh. Yeah, what? With with whom? Well, first, everyone wants to consult his spirit guide or the uh, the, uh, the Azimar that's mm. overlooking him. Yeah. yeah. That is a hundred percent going to have to wait till the next session, but I am down for it. Um. In the meantime, before we even have this discussion, when I wake up in the morning, I would like to spend the eight hours of the. Dawn up until midday, casting mm-hmm. Awaken upon my sparrow. People Using come, one of these like, agate crystals. Hello, uh, Alan! I would say as well, like... Do you want to go um, shopping, Alan? <laughs> Shut oh, the fuck up, Polica! <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to bring sentience to this small forest creature. I like a, if, I like a tell him he's a half-blood, he'll cry. That doesn't sound very nice. You're like the Lucius Malfoy of this party. <laughs> um, but the good-hearted I, Lucius Malfoy. I would say that everyone will be most drawn towards a delegate uh, whose alignment is the most similar to his. I think fundamentally. I think that's probably like a good way to fill it out. Mm. Also, well, obviously, like depending on how much they line up with what the party wants to do. Mm-hmm. And also, I mean... Aaron may like be related to the unseelie court by you know by marriage now in some way or another. So I'm not really <laughs> sure how that's supposed to work. The, yeah. the tricky thing with the Fae, right, is the unseelie will you know kill you and eat you. Yeah. The seelie will enchant you forever to be their playthings and never return to your life, and you know di- not care about the fact that you had people at home waiting for you at all. Yes, yeah, so you don't even get to die. Yeah, and the the wild fae are a very, very mixed bunch. It's The fae are not a monolith by any means, but none of their alignments are inherently good or evil. They sort of have their own... I describe them, a fae could be chaotic buttons, where literally their entire moral code is around 
collecting the shiniest buttons possible, and they believe that that is a, like that's a yeah, common thing for okay. a pixie or whatever to have. So, first bit, the, mm. the, the unseal you're probably more outwardly um, uh, metal. I don't know, nasty. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, outwardly, o- outwardly nasty. nasty. Yes, agreed. So remind me, the Holdra and the Unseelie went to war, or they also went to war with the Seelie on both sides? So these two sisters, the Seelie sister kidnapped the Winter King in order to trick him into using his power against the Lady Rowan. The Lady Rowan said, hey, she, without revealing herself, got all the Holdra up in arms in order to counter that. To which Neve went to the Autumn Court, your people, and convinced them that the other elves had gone mad or were invading their territory and started a civil war between them. So which essentially, is why everyone right. hates my people. Right, right. Which is why the Autumn Court things eventually got patched up. So like things are okay now, but and and because the one thing that all the Holdra agree with is that the Fae cannot be trusted. Like. Aside from your local nature spirits and stuff like that, the Archfake cannot be trusted. They triggered a civil war between our people. Like, don't listen to them. So They're hosting him. Yes. Graciously. Yeah, so Alan, both sides suck. Let's go for the wild one. I I am perfectly happy to go for whatever the hell. Uh, I'm awaiting input from Aaron and Thoras, frankly. I, I'm happy to go with the wild... Faye myself, I do think that my talents personally are better suited to uh, orchestrating things in favor of the May King, but I'm happy to go either way, honestly. Listen, my not a big role. fan of Lady Rowan, though, honestly. She liquefied my spirit animal. My bomb for peace, though. Peace? My... Sure. My role here is to... The May King can ensure. get a piece of that ass! <laughs> <laughs> Who's yours? <laughs> and he wants he likes once he's not married. I mean, listen, all kinds of cake. My role here is to is to make sure that that people aren't just slaughtered. And I'm not, I'm not sure how much I care about aligning with one of these so much as I just would like people not to get. So to ref- to refresh you, the reason that one of the Arcfey has to be placated in some way is because each of them has the power to grant you a relic that will help you get into Cryus. Gotcha. Which is why we're on this quest in the first place. So, if you if you don't want people to be slaughtered, Aaron, then perhaps we should not go for the Lady Rowan. I have a feeling that more people would die if she got what she wanted. Yeah. You have no idea how many people the Seely Court is capable of killing. I think I think mm. I agree. I'm, look, I'm not really all that excited about the Lady Rowan. I I I think there I are fates worse than. I need to consult some people before I decide who I'm actually going to support here. Reasonable. I absolutely suggest you do that. Just remember, there are fates worse than death. You could be a half blood like him. Mm, true. Wait, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. So I was just actually trying to hurt your feelings there, Aaron. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was not Aaron. Um, Alan, Call me the no. wrong name well, as well. All, all, <laughs> I am a half blood. Uh, yeah. no one. But you're half a celestial, and that's just beautiful. Yeah, that's right. much better than being half an elf. If you're halfway Ooh. to get thrown no, out No, you're the half window, a human. No. Let's be clear on the part that's brat bad. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. Oh wow. My God. Children. All right, children. What oh, is... I cannot believe what he is hearing. Has, uh... not usually such a racist. She just realized that it upsets Alan, and she has <laughs> discovered a deep love yeah, of disliking Alan I mean. and yeah. upsetting him. 
Alice is very tolerant. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, she's also been sent out into the world to discover if humankind yeah. is worth her people's trouble, and she discovered that the humankind has basically started the apocalypse. So she's a little unsure right now about humans in general. Oh lord. <laughs> Thoras, right. what are you? Where are you feeling on this? I mean, should we just leave it down to Aaron's conscience to decide? Are you or ambivalent, I like will myself? Not be made a puppet. Uh, uh, okay. Okay. Well, I don't think anyone's hand is big enough to fit anyway, Thoras. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? You're normally happy to just chop things up. Thoras has been told that he will be a champion for the Lady Rowan. Oh, Christ. And oh, Thoras God. does not think it is wise to say no to her. She will liquefy me like she did your rhinoceros. Well, we can... You can still... <clears throat> I'm going to try and teach you something here. That is the art of deceit. One, one can still pretend to be the champion or still actually be the champion of the Lady Rowan whilst working against her best interests. Listen, uh, so, Doris, yes. yep. I'll make it very clear. I have also, my presence here is on the request of the Lady Rowan. That doesn't mean I need to, uh, you know, obey her every week. Uh, yes, me... My presence here is also at the behest of Lady Rowan. As a balm for peace between our peoples. I'm going to pull out the invitation that's literally been in my crack for the past three months. <laughs> Dust the ash off it, you know. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> it says... Alan, can you read this? Yes, yes. <laughs> come here, come here. Are you actually oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. That's worse than my snake. Uh... I mean, yeah, I, I'm going to read it. I mean, I don't know what it says because you're the one that actually hold, has that information. But Did I it just pop it up on me. your screen or no? Oh, I wasn't looking. Um, dum 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 I know. Not it on my says, screen, I don't think. Thoras, wait, hold on. No, I'm not going to. I see it also on the, if you look in uh, hold Twitch up. chat, you can, in Twitch, you can uh, see I'm, it. Uh, no, I'm, I'm going to redo it. I'm just going to redo ha! it. I love how it's written. Oh, oh I found my it. God. Yeah, I found this it. This is incredible. Oh, let me. I, I'm going to read it out. Thor! Wait, 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 wait. It's in giant. Oh, is it? Oh, it <laughs> is. Yeah, I wouldn't be able it. to read it. Thor, uh, Thor, I, this I, is absolute nonsense. Uh, <laughs> give that a And it stinks. Uh, 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 I'm just going to start speaking in giant, expecting everybody to understand me. Uh, and what does that sound like? What does the gold of a dancelador? His tall diador, powerful weapon. <laughs> oh, she's gonna um, give. She's. Uh, she thinks you're a powerful weapon, does she? I think it's a gigantic yeah. tool, but I guess we just. Or as your primordial is atrocious. No, that's giant. <clears throat> oh. What does it mean? Oh. Thor, I, I, I'm, I need Thoras. I need a champion at my sister's wedding. There will be food and drink and games of strength. If you are the strongest, I will gift you a powerful weapon. This is the first time oh. I've ever heard Thoras say the word I. Hmm. So don't you already have a powerful weapon? I mean, hey, you have Habrian. Yes. What could be more powerful than that? I mean, outside of my weapon. But we... Habrian is mighty. I have no need for her weapon. Thoras, what could be more powerful than your own fist? Why do you need her? 
Yeah, well, just my fist your opponents. <laughs> we were this we were this close to getting past that. I was like, all right, we're getting there. It's okay. It's okay. Nope, nope. Uh, Thoas has only need for one axe, and that is Hadrian. But and your spear. I'm my spear. Wow, right. Right. You would have thought someone as large as you would rely on so many different kinds of weapons. Thoas has been known as. Actually, speaking of which, um, Alan. <laughs> What kind of weapon do you have? Me? A bow? My, yes, how, my music, how good is your bow? bow? I've got a fairly decent bow. Why, why are you suddenly asking about my bow? Well, I just, I so seldom use mine because I actually have skills and I thought you might be able to use it. You really just cannot do something nice for me, can you? You have to layer in an insult there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought I was doing something nice. I have a normal short bow, just a bow. Well, Just, here, take this. What are it's you giving me? It's a plus one short bow. Oh, thank you. I'll just, Give sorry. me yours, though. Okay. okay. <laughs> I just want to All point right. out, by the way, that Lysha was really naive, didn't understand sarcasm, didn't really have anything nasty about her until she joined up with this party. Yeah. Now That's every true. other sentence she's That's actually ripping true. you on. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's character growth. It, it is character growth. In a way. In a direction. Right up Gretchen Wiener in our freaking um, Don't, just ignore that role. Um, <laughs> right. So yeah, uh, find yourself a plus one short bow. I'll just get a regular one. Okay, right. cool. Brilliant. The point is, though, yeah, back to us, it feels like he may have to fight for later on. And, uh, as much as Thoras might be intimidating and big, Thoras doesn't really like um, them. Thoras, don't you think that these wildfire resonate far more with you and your people. Everything I've ever heard about Goliath culture is that you roam free, you do as you please, and you're not held up by any laws or deed or title. Outside yes, of the, 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 the... A real core part of Goliath culture is self-preservation. Wait a second, wait a second. Oh, you and Alan might have uh, something in common. <laughs> yes, I think we do. I, I have been asked at this wedding to perform tasks for the Sealy Court. And there are two, three hours doing tasks for the unseelie court, no? I am not necessarily serving any court, actually. I'm just here on well, the behest of one of them. Is this not a perfect scenario for us to appear as if we are supporting nobody and yet work in the shadows for one particular group? You I mean, propose we... we split up and three of us would serve different masters and what? I would... And yet orchestrate for one common purpose. Work, I dare say for the first time ever, as a team. <laughs> you are... You, <laughs> mm. you can oh. beat the shit out of people in the unseelie court, Thoras, and also wait, give us wait, information wait. about what the other people over in the unseelie court are up to. I can't what? believe I'm saying this, but I agree with Alan. Right, but just, just very quickly, we require a relic to help us access the realm of Cryos. Mm-hmm. How will we acquire said relic if we end up not ingratiating ourselves with any of the leaders only, of the courts? Only one of us need look the hero. And it, I'm not saying it has to be me. I'm not trying to pick myself up here. But any of us could be the one that is in the good graces. Well, as I long as none of us piss the others off. Practice anyway. If I'm meant to be there as a voice of peace for my people, there is more than just my life on the line, but that of all of my people. 
or at you, least those yet living. So you be peaceful. You just work in the shadows. Feel free to remain impartial, Lysha. I, I guess the way this pans out, then I would then, uh, I would operate at the the beck and call of the wild fae. I think you and him may get along if he wants merely to smash Poon rather than have a wedding. <laughs> I believe um, that is what the the ruffians like yourself call it. Do they not? Aaron? I have never. Alan, were you not alluding that, that you preferred? <laughs> Never heard <laughs> Who looks like no. Aaron? Listen, I'm I might not be more interested. Aaron, how seductive can you be? Oh, Lasha, very, but that's not the point. I am here to function <laughs> as. <laughs> I am here to function as the night protector. My role is to oversee the ceremony and ensure that nobody loses their lives in too gruesome a fashion. Alan, do you know anything about the making's type? I'm sorry, what? I would be very happy to go and go and investigate. We have some days before the wedding. I think some reconnaissance is in order. Um, but I think that I should spend most of my time in the Sealy Court. I understand that Aaron wants to speak with his spiritual guide. I think that's fair. You would want to speak with your rhinoceros were they still here. True, true. Instead, he'll join the, he'll appreciate the juxtaposition of actually being part of the court that's more benevolent, at least at the surface. Mm. Um, just be careful with the Sealy Court, Alan. There are, in fact, fates worse than death, and you may never get to die, but wish that you could. Hmm. Ah, wonderful. Right then. Very inspiring. I will, I will have my decision upon the morrow, perhaps. Hopefully. Okay. In the meantime, I think I shall go and investigate the wild court. It is the one that we know the least about. In the meantime, I'm going to say, make sure Korak is okay. Korak's alive, by the way. Korak? Well, you said you were going to reincarnate him, so that's that's good. Is he ready to uh, be my trusty steed? Uh, He is indeed a bear at the moment, yes. Oh. Well, Well, he didn't come back as a little pitiful insect or something. No. Slug. Um, no. He's Goat. Um, he's a he's a bear, right? He's humanoid. Oh. Well, humanoid. Aren't we, all, aren't we all these days, right? Is he a half blood? No, not at all. Or uh, after a sort, perhaps. He's a, he's a tiefling. <laughs> a what? Hmm. Um uh it appears of anachronous. <laughs> Of anachronous. Did you just say that? Oh, Could you fuck. both roll one d one hundred for me, please? Oh lordy! Thirty nine. Okay. Thirty. Carry on. Uh, well, we should perhaps monitor him. If he has been touched by an infernal, particularly one that has already taken interest in us, perhaps we should leave the bear-looking ass at home. He is very useful. Is he? Is he himself, Fleischer? That's what I'm talking <laughs> I cannot leave him among my people. Why? Uh, Not a very welcoming sort he... to outsiders, are they? Um... Elitist, perhaps? <laughs> he may... Well, I wouldn't say elitist. Xenophobic. <laughs> uh, 
You're being so harsh, Evan. Am I? Why do you struggle <laughs> to leave him among your delightful compatriots? I... His people. Fear that he may no longer feel he belongs there. Ah, uh, all with his best interests at heart. Well, a puzzle for you to figure out. <laughs> <laughs> also, I think we could use all the help we can get. Yes, well, I'm uh, sure you'll find plenty amongst your people. Uh, I definitely have uh, some calls to make. Council <laughs> to seek, you know. Left my engine running down the road. <laughs> <laughs> Did you rewind? Oh. <laughs> I, I'm going to go and find some needy people as well. I'm going to try and find some mm. homeless people. Well, there are the <laughs> the Holder are doing their best to take in all the folks who survived the gigantic Lysha-related, not that that's public knowledge, apocalypse. Um, but you, this is a place where you could dispense of your uh, your golden burden. Are there people here who know it was my fault? Nope. No way. Thank God. At this point, the only way I think anyone could possibly know is with your fault is with high-level divination magic. And you've used some divination magic in the past, so you know that it's usually some sort of cryptic bullshit that comes back. So if anybody knows, it's archmages and archdruids and the like who have been investigating it magically. Copy that. Some of whom live here. Oh, fuck that. There's no way they'd be able to link it to you. Don't worry about it. The you bringer were... of flame will drop a dragon's head at your doorstep. <laughs> <laughs> Thoras did that. That's, That's true, right, actually. Right. Who binds I... a bear in brass is the one who set your home aflame. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- we, 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 I think we've given... He's just a regular bear. He's <laughs> mm. a real boy. I'm a real boy. All right. Uh, what, what is the deal with these homeless people? Uh, they would definitely they're not homeless. They they are temporarily refugees, homed. Right? Yeah, they're refugees and survivors of the outlying settlements that got wiped out. They would be an acceptable beneficiaries in genuine need of additional okay. resources. I'm going to try and gather as many of them together as I can, promising them great riches. And then I'm going to do that thing where they like line everybody up, and I'm like, take two steps forward if you have no belongings whatsoever, <laughs> like absolutely none at all. Mm-hmm. And then take another two steps forward if your previous livelihood you are no longer able to do whatsoever. Why mm. would this appeal to these people, these homes? Like, why would they comply with this? I, roll, I don't know. I'm... Roll a performance check with disadvantage because it still hasn't been 24 hours. 20. Yeah, okay. Apparently he, he spoke from the heart. His, his shriveled, withered heart. and it, I also it don't them. need many people. I mm. need, like, I need, I mean... Even one would be fine. It's like how so many? Te- how- technically, I turned this completely destitute person into a, a minor baron, and that fulfills my contract. <laughs> but, but that I mean, have you not thought of what would happen if you get? This isn't Thoras saying, but like, mm. if you gave that much money to somebody who was quite poor, mm. you are essentially putting them in danger. Why? Well, because be robbed by the people. Yeah, they might get robbed or. No, I mean, these are the Holdra. The they're, they're very respectful individuals. And if they do get robbed, fuck it. It ain't my problem. Wow. How many people um, step forward? Yeah, how many people have no belongings or no livelihood? Mm. Or? At least, yes, yeah. or? At least 500. Okay. I am going to hand, hand out... 
I guess if I can roughly count that there's like 500 of them mm-hmm. and I have 6,000 gold pieces to hand out, I'll give, uh, I'll start just handing out lumps of 20 gold pieces to mm-hmm. each person that comes up. And then at some point when I run out, I'll just be like, unlucky. <laughs> it sucks. Like, I'm, not, I'm not doing the maths. <laughs> I'm just, right. I'm just. Yeah. Right, well, Wasn't well, something gonna... nice supposed to happen if you did this with like true good intentions in your heart? I am doing it with true good intentions in my heart. We'll never know, really. Are you? Are you though? Well, he he didn't do the Are thing where he immediately stole it back from someone. He didn't do the thing exactly. where he turned someone into a minor baronet. Was he? A, a I'm slight... not trying to con people. Yeah. Am I being a little callous in how I give my charity? Perhaps if you want to nitpick, but. I'm I'm just trying to give to the needy. Tell mm. me you go through such a thorough selection process when you give money to charity. It's, it just it's, doesn't happen. He he checked it on uh, charitymonitor.com or whatever it is to yeah, make sure that it was yeah. it was legitimate. You know, you had enough gold there to set up a fund for all of these people and keep something going and You actually could have invested like 40% in ETFs, 20% in bonds, 25 in growth stocks. Imagine trusting the Fay banks. <laughs> <laughs> To be your, fair, your people's yeah. stocks are gone. Yeah, the Fed Federal Reserve is just printing <laughs> money right now, bro. They're in recession. They have no property. Like, house prices are through the roof. Could have bought them a new town. It's a housing bubble for the Fed. Well, yeah. look, there there is research that indicates that the best thing you can do for the homeless is just give them a house. And the best thing you can do for the destitute is literally just give them money. So I, this yeah. is a, there's an argument to be made here. Reasonable. And, and once I've completed this task, mm-hmm. I'm going to meet back up with Erin because mm-hmm. I need to talk to the quarter stars about this. I have to immediately tell them that I've accomplished this task. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and I'm going to, when when I give out the 20 gold pieces, I'm going to ask for their name and their previous occupation as well. So I'm going to make a list of the, <laughs> these people because you got the receipts. I, I need to tell the Court of Stars who I gave it to. So I'm going to create a fucking horrible bureaucratic I mean, would you not? covered in red tape system. 300 <laughs> names and occupations. Alleged. Yeah. yeah. You're paying six grand for a harp because you don't actually care about giving people money. Yeah, but also just to get the Court of Stars off I'm my back. I'm his Lysha, man. He did also, I already got the thing. thing. That one was out of character. Oh, okay. So I already th- this money was for the know. agate in the first place, so I've got the <laughs> agate and the harp. Right, so you're going to go find Aaron. Yeah, I'm going to go and look for Aaron because he said that he was going to consult with his spirit guide or something, and I'm like, well, that's the only way I know of getting in touch with the Court of Stars. Hey, can I butt in on this deeply personal contact with the person who's been, you know, more there for you than your actually father has? I need to ask him about my shit. <laughs> yeah. Hey, <laughs> I, yeah, y'all got any of those? Harps lying around. Are you winning, son? <laughs> uh, all right. So I think we're gonna call it here. We're just because you know we we've uh, we're a bit raucous for such a an important scene. It's about nine twenty. Uh, I need time to write up the stats on the goddamn harp. So we'll pick it up in our next session, the the finale of the fairy wedding. We will start with Aaron and possibly Alan, we'll see, meeting with Omglef, the Astral Deva, to talk about some very important things. We will cover what you do for the next five days leading up to the wedding, and if the wedding happens, we'll do the wedding itself. 
bring this all to a head. Does that sound good to everybody? Yeah. Yes. Excellent. We 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 RP'd our pants off the session, guys. Yeah. <laughs> no, like I. Now I have to figure out if I have anything valuable enough to trade for those dragon armor. I think you can afford it. Ah, uh, you know, Alan might be willing to give you a loan as well if you ask nicely. Uh, I am. Uh... I'm and I will help you not get killed again. That isn't nicely. <laughs> <laughs> We'll do that next time. All right. Uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Appreciate you hanging out. Uh, tune in next week for the finale of Arc 4 The Fairy Wedding. We hope. We hope. <laughs> Goodbye. All right. Bye, all. <laughs>